hate this situation, I'm dealing with it. You're acting like a first year fucking thief. I'm acting like a professional. This is slob cinema. The best, the greatest, the enlightened. The travelers of the space-time continuum called cinema. And we're here to talk about a film called The Fifth Element. Fifth. The fifth element. One, two, three, four. Fifth. Welcome to the 23rd century. I think that's... I think that's that, That's right. correct, because okay. it's, it's, it takes place in 2214. <laughs> the 21st? Yes. Yeah, 22nd, 23rd, yep. Yeah. A time of color, a time of flamboyance. Time of weirdly used Oriental soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oriental. And Middle Eastern. Yeah. Lilu's theme was, for some reason, Middle Eastern. A lot of... Uh, it had like the, you know, like a Black Hawk Down, mm-hmm. where they're doing like the... Yeah. It's like what a lot of that... What is that? Not it's not it's a form of Arab. not yodeling. But yeah, it's like it was a, similar to when Wonder Woman appears in the Zack yeah. Snyder cut. Yeah, just <laughs> oh. the same music. Yeah. So uh, the last podcast we were excited about the release, and now it's been released. The Snyder cut. What what do we think, real quick? I was happy. Yeah. Happy. Thumbs up. Yeah. It's not an amazing movie, but yeah, it was it was worth it. I'm glad I. I mean, fuck, glad it certainly kicks the sh- fucking shit out of that cuck was Joss Whedon's movie. Yeah, I'm glad it happened. It was cool. I um Joss Whedon, everyone loved him, and then now everyone hates him. Yeah, is that how it works? Well, everyone kind of hated him when they realized he was like a dirty pig man. But what's the whole feminist thing about them? Uh, well, he like has. He likes to draw attention to himself that he's like a feminist filmmaker because he makes a lot of his protagonists women. Right. But then there's also stuff about how he's like... An ass. An ass and sexist off the... Like, when he's not making didn't, a movie. Didn't the actor who played Cyborg hate him? Or yeah, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, like... like uh, I don't know exactly... Well, he cut all of his scenes, too. But. Yeah, so, I mean... Ray Fisher. Like, like on screen, like, uh, on, uh, set, like, abuse, possibly? I don't know. Yeah, they filed charges. Yeah. They're working on filing Yeah. Them. But, I'm like, but, like, also him, like, you know, like, touching women on set and stuff. Yeah, like, I think, I didn't really notice it, because I didn't go back to rewatch Whedon's cut, but I guess there were a lot of additional, like, sexualized scenes of Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean. The theatrical cut. Yeah, his whole thing is just kind of, like. Show he's, her butt. He's, like, a hypocritic Cool ass. Yeah, like, good for him. Like, yeah, like, I made Buffy, so that makes me, like, awesome, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then also I, like, molested somebody. No, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. He did do the impossible of making an Avengers movie work, yeah. which I give him credit for that. And then did yeah, he but do then, Firefly? Too? Yeah, but then he did Ultron. Yeah, which... Eddie, you say you watched that recently. I, I like Ultron. Me mm. too, me too, but... I like James Spader. See, in Ultron. The thing with Ultron, going back on it after seeing all these future movies, I respect what it technically set up. True. I mean, I get. Well, then it's then it's like I like Thor two because it made Thor three possible. Like I don't know. That's yeah, that's true too. I agree with you, but I guess there's a little more like tiny things just thrown in there where it's like, oh, I get how this leads into civil war. I get well, this... yeah, and obviously without it, we wouldn't have vision. And, yeah, you know everything that that's created right recently. Yep, true. The similar feelings I have is uh, when I watched Matrix 
Reloaded. Awesome movie. If it would have been within itself, like story, contained story, but then at the end it sets up for the third one and then it just loses steam and it's just like... And Ultron was kind of like that too where it was awesome. Ultron could have been a contained awesome bad guy, but then... What I think a lot of, of what I think about Matrix Reloaded and don't get me wrong, I'll watch it. It's enjoyable, but I it's, love that it's kind of <laughs> like, especially with the very next one, but also with Reloaded, it's like you have a nice classic hot fudge sundae with the Matrix, like mm-hmm. hot fudge, a little cherry on top, and then with the second one, you're like mm, maybe some gummy worms, maybe some sprinkles, maybe some peanuts, maybe some, and you just keep adding shit that eventually ruins the sundae. Right. I can't remember one scene from the third movie. Uh, I remember a scene where the guy has the mech suit and he's firing at the machines and he gets all cut up and looks like roast beef. I do remember the mech suits and then the, um, the rainy battle at the end, the fight, but it was kind of lame. Yeah. Because it's like all the, all the agents and all the Neos we were watching or just all the age. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I've only seen that twice. Hmm? With all the evil Jedi. All those oh, evil yeah, the, the people that we have no idea what race or, like, cause they belong to, but they're just shadow people. Yeah. They're like when you used to play those old, sport, like, basketball games, and you'd see the people in the stands, and they were just, like, mm-hmm. faceless, yeah. like, moving moving things. Wait, what y'all talking about? The, for the Emperor? Yeah. The, the people in the, the back, yeah. Yeah, the giant last Emperor Palpatine what fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad habit of biting my nails. That made me think of Wishmaster. Go yeah. back and check out our Wishmaster episode, yeah. guys, if you haven't already. Trying to get back on track. We're talking about 1997's The Fifth Element, starring Bruce Willis. A good movie. Mila Jovovich, directed by Luc Besson. Gary Oldman. Who married and had sex with a 15-year-old in France. Oh, Is he um, still with said 15 No, years? no. Yeah. See, back to my question. Do the French people think that's weird? Like, I get that's legal over there, but, like... Oh, they think it's weird. Okay, cool. Just making sure, because obviously we think it's weird. Yeah. But, like, I'm just trying to figure out people in that... Just because you could potentially give consent at the age of 15 doesn't mean you need to be getting fucked by a guy that's 20 years older than you. Okay, just confirming how the French people are. Yeah. At least I believe... We hope. We hope. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) If they were cool with it, I'd have some questions about friends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but anyway, this blockbuster, you might say, was, uh, Omar's choice. Omar, you want to talk about maybe just, uh, we know you're going to do your little thing later, but maybe you want to talk about your reason for picking this your film. Your history. Well... Your history with the film, exactly. Yeah, I wanted to pick something that was, uh, a little more palatable, and, uh, Eddie's never seen it. Something I wouldn't be a total bitch about. <laughs> and it, it's, uh... A, uh, a wacky movie. It's a little bizarre. It's a little stupid. It's very fun. And uh, 1997, so I was uh, 11. What a time to be alive. Yeah, it, it, prime time just to, for me to enjoy something like this. And you, know, you get into that age where Mila Jovovich is definitely going to be your number one watching this movie. Would, but Would you say that... After 1998, mm-hmm. that movies like this stopped being made, the fun, quote-unquote, goofy, action, high-budget movies. Yeah, definitely. Because then they turned into, like, Matrix, mm-hmm. Batman Begins, um, mm-hmm. more, like, 
gritty, more trying to be serious blockbusters. I um I hate to say it, but nine eleven probably had something to do yeah, with probably. Uh, with that. Yeah, where because the nineties were, and especially when we think back on it, the music, the fashion. Uh, just everything was a little more loose, but it's just like, oh my god, what were you thinking? But you're so confident. Watching things blow up isn't fun anymore. So, <laughs> exactly. Hey, and because we had Armageddon and a year later after. Uh, yeah, Armageddon's pretty fascinating to watch because um, literally a meteor hits, I think, the Chrysler building, and you literally see like digital people falling out, dying. Oh, Lord. And it's like, holy shit. And, wow. then he, and then there's a shot where literally the two towers are on fire. Yeah. Yeah, see that? But it's only plausible that the biggest buildings would get fucked up in such, in like some cataclysm type yeah. thing. Where is the cool Sam Raimi Spider-Man scene with the Twin Towers? Yeah, what the fuck? They Show it to the, it. Release the, it. The terrorists release stole it. my helicopter scene. Hashtag is, release the Twin Towers scene. Is there a 4K <laughs> release yet? Did I don't think so. In? They might add it on on that one, probably. Why not? I mean, it's been it's been twenty years. Yeah. Release of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's, but don't quote me. If anything, no one's gonna be sensitive. I mean, if anything, they should be more sensitive of how many people got yeah, fucked pe- up on pe- subways. People actually laugh about it. Like scene, you know, people laugh at it. They like remember that day when two thousand people died. Bitch, a half a million have died from Corona. Every well, everyone loves a good nine eleven joke. Yeah. Unless you were, unless your family was a part of it. Unless you're a douchebag, tatted up comedian. Oh, Paul. Uh, what's his name? Pete Davis. He loves those jokes. Oh, really? Even though his dad Davidson. Died. He, that's his whole. Name. I don't know. That's his shtick. He makes jokes about his dad dying. Yeah, great guy. He he looks like a skeleton man. Like, he, his eyes are really. He looks deep. like he should have played a fucking orc in Lord of the Rings or something. I haven't he needs some sleep. No, I've heard it's terrible. I wouldn't say it's, it, it was solid. Uh, Bill Burr's good in it. Well, yeah, well, Bill Burr's good in everything. Yeah. Um, but it's a Judd Apatow flick, and I don't really fuck with Judd Apatow shit. Judd Apatow really, uh, he stretches it on this one. You know how he kind of overstays his welcome a lot of times <laughs> in the movies? This one is really like, he okay. he juices it, man. Dry. So. I was going to watch it on HBO Max. It just got released. It's worth a watch, dude. It has dude. a long run time, so I was like, oh. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, but but it's uh, all his movies are always good for just like like reflection on humans and, okay. and how we are and relationships and socially you know it's real they all his movies are real you know but too long i also have the original i also have the mummy on my to watch list hey I watch that's that i almost picked that for this movie Which you haven't is, watched the tom cruise mummy movie no oh I with did. tom cruise okay <laughs> i was thinking brendan fraser no no AJ knows what we're talking about okay, i know okay, okay. AJ's being a funny guy <laughs> Listen here, Omar. Omar, get back to your editor at large. We're yelling at Omar, get back on topic. Yeah, Omar, get back to the movie you fucking picked. I'll get derailed again. We've been derailing him for. No, but it's just one of those nostalgic movies. I haven't seen it in 10 years. Um, but I do just so many things always are, are memorable. They stick out the colors, especially watching it in Blu-ray. It's like, man, a lot of blues, oranges, obviously. Um, it's basically like 
like Ridley Scott's Blade Runner, but with the bright colors, which, you know, obviously it's a little ripped off from that, a lot ripped off from that. But Luc Besson puts his little flavor on it. He puts his French sauce all over this movie. And this was kind of at that point, I didn't even, I wasn't keeping track of directors or anything, but then I enjoyed Leon the Professional. And again, I've mentioned before, this is when we had the illegal cable, so I was just watching all these movies I wasn't supposed to, so... Uh, the professional, and then I remember Gary Oldman just being very scary. In the scary pro- in, in, well, in the professional. <laughs> oh, in the professional. In the professional, <laughs> scary Oldman, and uh, but in in uh, Fifth Element playing Zorik, he's so cartoony, but still menacing, but like a, like a cartoon character. He turns into a hot fudge Oldman, <laughs> and then. He's he's very fun, and then I mean honestly, you feel his absence when he goes away in the movie uh, later on, and then you're like, oh, this is the real bad guy. But really, Zorg was kind of the one. The real bad guy is a fire skull planet. Yeah, some sort of called uh, Mister Shadow, who speaks yeah. English. And it's called uh, yeah, Mister Shadow. I I almost said Doctor Shadow, but. Dr. Fate. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, he's, he's trying for his PhD. He's not quite there yet. <laughs> I wanted to pick something fun, something cool, and it's been a while. I bought the Blu-ray, and I kind of liked what Eddie was talking about, the Columbia thing, because we've been talking about the cinema syndromes and the uh, fucking uh, arrows and who else makes... Uh, Show, snaps, I don't know, just anything. Criterion. Yeah, of course. So MVD. Yeah. Where this one is just a Columbia release basic bitch DVD Blu-ray combo. And the cover <laughs> is just of the, the infamous Mila, Lilu, Lilo... Lilo? Lilo? Lilo. Oh, my God. Oh, my Jumping God. into the, the traffic of the... But it just looks odd. A little weirdly photoshopped. It's like the hair is different than the body, which is different than the image that it's on. It's like a whole bunch. So you got here. Here's Eddie and AJ, these collectors, avid collectors, and here's me buying a five ninety (laughs) nine Blu-ray. I found this at Target. But the thing is, that's like the only option. Yeah. It's like usually. That's why it's so weird. Yeah. Usually these companies are like tone deaf to what movies they have, and they kind of just give them. Well, I don't know the deals behind all these, like, Shout Factory stuff, but all these other companies, like, shouting them, they'll pick up these movies that they know people love, and they'll do these special releases for it. But it's like, Columbia, for some reason, pinpointed this movie, knows people want it, knows people like it, and they are doing these 4K releases in the 2010s for a movie from 97, which isn't... I wouldn't say it's the most famous. I've definitely heard this movie many times. This do is my people first time like seeing it? it. Do you like in your? Do you feel like people like it? Every time I've heard this movie, it's always been good. Okay, I th- like positive. Yeah. I personally think, if you're even two years younger than, if you're even two years younger than Eddie, you, I'm twenty six. So yeah, so twenty four. You you don't know this movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, yeah, for me... I, I think I think if you're above 24, this is like, oh yeah, I remember growing up, or my older brother showed me this, or my dad showed me this. Yeah. I think if you're younger than that, though, you're like, well, what's the fifth element? Yeah, besides YouTube, yeah, the only time I heard this movie was word of mouth through YouTube channels or podcasts or anything. Yeah, you'd have to be into stuff like yeah. that. But for some reason, Columbia just knows that this is something they can sell and that they don't need to give off to another company. 
I feel, I don't know. There's yeah, don't there's know a similar there's a similar scenario with Natural Born Killers and Lionsgate for this. Yeah. Um. That's a deep. That's a Blu-ray I have, but it took me a while to find because Lionsgate released a DVD director's cut. Mm-hmm. Never released the theatrical cut, but then or no, sorry, they released they released a director's cut, released a theatrical cut, the both of which went out of print. Mm-hmm. And then they released a Blu-ray, which like also went out of print. Yeah. And they've never released it since. Yeah. So it's like one of those weird like, why don't you want to make money type things? Yeah, well, it's it's well, like a more a more famous movie, Dawn of the Dead. Before yeah. the second site released this last November, it hasn't been released since the yeah. original Blu-ray I release in two thousand four, two thousand three. Yeah, which like before this thing came out was like as much money as the box set. Yeah, and like the the ultimate cut, I think you have the ultimate cut of like Dawn of the Dead on. I used DVD. to have the ultimate yeah, cut, like, the, bl- the black box. That's thing. like that was for almost 20 years that was the definitive yeah. thing to own. Yeah, oh wait no true. I got the I got the Shout Day of the Dead oh okay but then I got the the Dawn DVD yes yes which I don't know if that's worth anything probably not probably not <laughs> maybe 20 it, cents I think it was until this recent second yeah, the big well box. When, I, when I bought the Ultimate Edition the black box which had the three different cuts mm, yep you got that you gotta bring it over uh well Bitch, you Some, sold it. Someone fell on hard times at a point in his life and oh, had to right, sell okay. some stuff, so... Hey, when in doubt, sell your DVDs, sell your clothes, your shoes, you don't need that shit. If um, Dawn of the Dead got a new release, the movie you're holding on to will get a new release. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, so I guess, Eddie, you kind of talked a little bit about your history of the movie. Should we get just get into the movie, or...? Yeah, we could jump in, I mean, um, My AJ, first... you could say what well, you, because I mean... I'm a little older than you, but you felt strongly about this, or you yeah, got some yeah, history yeah. This, with this it. Yeah, this was a, this was a strong blockbuster, like multiple time. Yeah, rented, okay. rented movie. Getting that vibe, how you said earlier, you mentioned seeing it from your brother or your father, some kind of. Yeah, well, my, my my whole movie kind of basis, not to get too, I'll make it brief, but my dad was the sci-fi guy. Okay. Yep. Like. Just started showing us kids, me and my two brothers, sci-fi movies from very early. So, like, some of the first movies I ever saw were the Star Wars movies, 2001, Alien, this, you know. How did you understand 2001 as a child? Uh, I, I didn't. I think <laughs> well, I watched. We're all, we're all still learning. Yeah. Uh, but so sci-fi was, like, his main thing. Yeah. And then, obviously, Bruce Willis was a huge star. So, like, science fiction and Bruce Willis. This is, like, yeah. the perfect movie for at least him to, you know... Be like, hey, boys, come and check out Fifth Element. So, um, yeah, so it was just like, yeah, probably one of the first ones I saw. I do remember this being that movie where you can watch it by yourself or with family. Your mom could kind of sit in for a little while yeah, and then uh, walk out. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely in. safe to say, you guys, my mom had my mom literally has no memory of any of the movies I watched as a kid because <laughs> she was not around for those movies. Yeah, my mom would <laughs> usually walk in and walk out. <laughs> and then my dad would come in and be like, does this have lizards in it? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, are these like big lizards that kill people? And I'm like, no, this one's just an action. Okay, I'll sit down for a while. Okay. Ain't Does no he have a hatred it. for Godzilla movies? Yeah, he just doesn't like science fiction at oh, all. Okay. You know, he's a more of a Charles Bronson type of guy. You know, <laughs> yeah. old guy he, shooting everyone. He he <laughs> he loves uh, Charles Bronson shooting ethnic crime. <laughs> yeah, Death Wish, two through five. Beat basically. him with the bag of coins. 
Are there five of those? Yeah. Four? Okay. Yeah, there's five. Are yeah, we yeah. including the Bruce Willis one? Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of Bruce Willis, I, okay, Eli so, Roth. So I recently watched a bit of that. It was on TV. Yeah. And like this, it was a fucked up, I've seen a lot of shit in my life and this scene was like really like gross. Oh, that's very bad. It's, if you're saying that. It's no Bruce offense. Willis and he has a guy, <laughs> he has a guy under a car jack and he's like, for some reason he's like a surgeon or some shit. I don't know. I, like I said, I just saw this one scene and he like cuts open this guy's calf with a sharp, with a um, scalpel. And he's like, I know this such and such nerve that's in your calf. And he literally pours pours battery acid on the nerve. And he's like, this is the most painful thing you can experience without passing out from pain. And it, the, just the way he did it was, yeah. like, really gross. gross. Yeah. Like, the calf and the way it looked when he split it apart and then poured battery acid yeah. on an open, bloody wound. I always hated uh, that. And then he drops the car jack on the guy and he yeah. explodes. I always hated, like, Achilles tendon stuff. Yeah. It was it was similar to a feeling like that, except it was, like, prolonged. Like, it yeah. was slow. And well, I was like, it, this is disgusting. It is a Eli Roth movie, yeah. so it is going to be gross. But the thing about... Um, just going back to Bruce Willis, because yes. I'm kind of scrolling through his... He had a crazy-ass 90s, dude. Filmography here. Um, 1990, Die Hard 2. 1991, Hudson Hawk. 1994, he did... Uh, um, Damn Rain Man. <laughs> he did uh, the De Palma movie, um, Bonfire of the Vanities. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sixth Sense. Uh, this movie, Fifth Element, Mercury Rising, Armageddon. So that's what's funny because... And then I think he kind of... His career really ends with Unbreakable in 2001. Kind I of. like... I like ingested all the movies from the 90s and everything, but like, I didn't really know what was going on, so why was Bruce Willis so big? Because he wasn't a... The best actor, but was it just because he was a good frontman? Well, like I said, his, his main acting ability is just like squinting and thinking yeah, about things. But like, oh, like he's very Clint Eastwood esque. Yeah, Sarah Point, like he's not buff. He's, he's not just he's the every man. Yeah, AJ said that too. Yeah. He's, he's just like a dude that has a good diet and is balding. Yeah, which is weird. Like we don't have. We don't have action heroes or even movie stars anymore that looked like Bruce Willis looked. Like, who's bald? Yeah, like, everyone looks like Chris Evans or Chris Pratt now. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Like James McAvoy shaved his head for, like, Split in uh, X-Men, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the closest we get is, like, Fastbender, but he's handsome and has a huge hog, so, like, I don't know. Yeah. I did make the point where, okay... Fat hog. I don't know. Bruce Willis <laughs> just doesn't get the as much respect from me as I. I don't even respect Nicholas. All right, hold on. Okay. Let's do, let's do your '90s action hero ratings from favorite to least favorite. Will and let, Smith. And let's keep it to like four. Number one would be Arnold. Okay. Is it Arnold '90s or '80s? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That, he's included in the Arnold. '90s. Arnold for sure. Jingle all the way. Greatest movie ever. Well, yeah, because he did. It was the uh, Terminator Two, and then True Lies is in there, and then Last Action Hero is in there. Ooh, that's coming that's out in four K soon. Oh, yeah, no. I'm excited. You're gonna buy that, right? Yeah, they have that's, a steel book. That's on an that awesome well. movie. I'll bring it over. Yeah, um, but I mean, Sylvester Stallone, right? Wasn't he killing them? Mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, man, I never, I, I was never too high on John claude Van Damme. I like a lot of his movies, but I was never so high on him. But I did like Bloodsport. That might have been 80s, right? Yeah. And then The Quest. Yeah, I like The Quest. <laughs> I love The Quest. Okay, I have a weak spot for Van Damme. Yeah, Kickboxer uh, was he's, good. He's ultimately... Lionheart. He might be the worst actor of those 90s action hero bunch. Hard Target. <laughs> AJ. Hard target. Yeah. Hard target. John Woo, what up? Um, I'd say uh, Wesley Snipes for Dem- Demolition Man. True. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, what's that? Just Dro- that one. Drop- Uncle Blade is 98, right? Drop Zone, Passenger 57. Mm-hmm. I can't put Wesley in there. <laughs> <laughs> racist I'll put maybe how about Jackie Chan okay I'm gonna tell you guys you guys really need to visit the films of a man named Steven Seagal oh god no that's another one because like I think we spoke about that like the four movie run that he had where it was just awesome like all it, of it was uh, it was above the law um hard to kill hard to kill um what's the fucking one where he fights the Jamaican mob uh, well, there's Out for Justice, Marked for Death. Marked for Death. And, under, then, and then Under Siege. And then Tempted to Touch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know that he had a sex dungeon with him and his wife? Him? Well, see, if it's with you and your wife, you know. Yeah, that's fine. They still tortured people, oh. I think. They brought people down there? Yeah, they, like, paid them for, like, group sex, but then, like, took them to the basement. Hmm. Grab the hose, Ma. It's like a scene from Videodrome, dude. Oh, my God. Did we watch that together? I don't think so. No. Okay. We did do a Cronenberg. We, we did, did Scanners. Yeah, Scanners. Right, where we probably mentioned Videodrome, talked about Videodrome. So, I have a question. So, this movie is very much... Luke Besson is clearly casting for, one, diversity. Yep. Two, being kind of stereotypical about that diversity. And three, just weird-looking motherfuckers. It's kind of ahead of its time, too, because if you think about the movies now, they're kind of forcing it to get the diversity in there. Like, make sure you have an Asian, make sure you have a black person, make sure you have... uh, The least we're going to have is white men, you know? Yeah, we're going to have one white guy. He naturally did it. I mean, but that's why the movie, I say, is naturally sexy. That's like the DNA of the movie, because... It's pretty eclectic. It's yeah, it's pretty, just like everyone's fucking. And culturally, you know, and it it seems like a positive future, doesn't it? I have a sense that no, there's like no like okay. sexual orientation in this. Yeah, culture. everyone's just Every, fucking. Everyone's fucking gender fluid, dude. Yeah, 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 and it may, but fucking Ruby it make Rod sense? looks like a girl, dresses like a girl, wears lipstick, but also just fucks. Ruby is fucks fucking lady. anything yeah. and getting fucked by anything. Yeah, I honestly thought there was gonna be a Bruce Willis Ruby Rod sex scene. And you also have to factor in aliens coming into the factory, so you're probably having sex with some aliens. Also. Oh, for sure, alien so, fucking real guardians shit. Yeah, so I mean, although I do. T- Take umbrage with your. It's a positive future. You don't think it is. At one point, the president says, "Me and my two hundred billion constituents," <laughs> which is like, okay, so there's two hundred billion people on the planet, which leads to the Jetsons esque, ten mile super high super scrapers, yeah. like Mega City One doesn't have shit on this city. Yeah. Um, like he drives straight down for like five minutes to yep. get to, to get to the slums or whatever. <laughs> and also his, a, he's a retired something, let's just Marine. say general, yeah, Marine. Yeah, some yeah. military. Uh, got a bunch of awards, 
those dudes get straight up cool ass pe- uh, pensions from the military, and he's living in a one room like narrow ass five feet wide apartment. Taxi driver. Taxi driver. With only one point left on his license. So <laughs> I mean, I think life's pr- like okay. So at one at at one point, you also have the Chinese guy with the. With the fishing boat coming up the to you. Futuristic Uber Eats. Yeah, coming up to your window yeah. to feed you, but you also live in a fucking, like, tin can. Yeah. He has the funds, but he doesn't want to spend it on his living situation. Maybe that's the case, or maybe everyone lives like that, in which case, True. that kind of... Which is why there's 300 billion. Which is why there's 200 billion people. Yeah, yeah just a result of overpopulation. You mm. know, where you're just gonna... I mean, you don't have anywhere else to go, so you're just gonna be in the building you built. You know? Yeah. And probably the, like uh, like that movie High Rise. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, just that that's always been a concept, right? The, the, the raid. Yeah, the rich above. Well, not necessarily that way, but yeah. Like, yeah, and the, the lower class at the bottom. Yeah. Even in, uh, well, the raid, yeah, because it's like a slum. Um, it's like a slum building. The train movie. The Bong Joon-ho train movie. I can't remember. Uh, snow are, po- snow, yep, Snowpiercer. People are in the front of Snowpiercer. I just mean I look at the or way. how about the Titanic? Yeah, of course. Put the Irish down See, there. I Put th- those dirty mix at the <laughs> bottom. <laughs> I think I think he is purposely living here though. Well, not purposely, but there is better housing from one line when his true former general came in. He kind of jokingly said, "Nice place you got here." Well, and there's also some inference at least that his wife left with his lawyer mm-hmm. and he's clearly a due for say. Yeah. So maybe he All has to pay alimony. Yeah. And he has to live like a, you know, dirty cheap stepdad. Yeah. Um, so it, anyway, I mean, I just think, and also there's super, literally talk about Bezos, dude. Zorg's fucking Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he runs Bezos. everything. Yeah. If yeah, Bezos yeah. had a, had hair a half piece? a head of hair piece yeah. going on. And he's got the special building, like you said, with his name on it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's got the O's. Bezos. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Bezos puts a fucking window in the O of Bezos. Yeah. 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 So he's like he's got a lot of money. He's running stuff, and for somehow he's connected to this ultimate evil ultimate that's e- gonna destroy. <laughs> How do you everything? think they met? I exactly. There's art trading. Yeah, you think somehow. The, yeah, you think yeah. you, you think the evil entity wanted like, hey man, do you have any Picassos? <laughs> yeah, Mona Lisa. Hey, hey man, I really need some like Kandinsky. Some old Japanese katanas. <laughs> you, you got any Jackson Pollocks? I'm the yeah. ultimate evil. Any walrus dicks? What? <laughs> you ever seen one of them things? They like, have like uh, a they have a penis museum over in Europe like a, somewhere. Oh my god! Mm. A dehydrated walrus penis. Look that up, gents. Hmm. Yes, and, and as tall as you. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they aren't they six feet long? Something. Like it that. almost looks like like a baton or like a little mini like like a. Are you googling walrus? Like penis? A, I'm not googling walrus cock. No. <laughs> so you're go- googling walrus penis. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think I don't think it's. I like gotta keep a, my algorithm going. I don't think this this fifth element is like a dreary. Uh, no, clearly, clear, like you're saying, it's like a pastel yeah. pop art, like. But it is like so overpopulated that maybe everyone's miserable, and this is the only thing this is missing is just everyone's on their fucking phones. Yeah. Where like nowadays everyone's kind of miserable because of the phone, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, that also brings happiness, so it's like that. Yeah, you're right. You know, this is a future that doesn't have iPhones for some reason. Yeah, they didn't. So they still have like, they are yeah. technically wireless, yeah. but they still look like Basic, normal yeah. phones from the '90s. I mean, the way the movie starts, I mean, and we see these wobbly ass robots. 
um, are beings. Yeah, so. These metal Teletubby motherfuckers. Kind of right away we see, okay, that's just art design, I guess. We'll, we'll let it slide, but it does look a little dated. It's also extremely impractical. Yeah, there you go. The way they're just moving they around. They can't move. Yeah, Bes- so. Besides the ships and the flying cars, which are obviously futuristic, but like, I feel like there wasn't too many, like, super fit. No, everyone just has, like, a fucking Bluetooth in their ear. Very basic, yeah. Bruce Willis' door, his door of his place opened up like that, but when they're on that Hawaiian planet. Yeah, there's just normal, like, pull-open doors. So, like, isn't that crazy how creative and wacky it can be, but at the same time it's not innovative? It's, like, using earthly things... That we know, but then it's like, oh, but then we'll be creative and just just yeah. And I think that's very indicative of like the blender, the blending you were talking about, where it's just like, loop us on through like concepts from the past and from the future and from now, the '90s and like all this shit, and just like hit the fucking, you know, yeah, chop cycle. It's kind of like with like, it's kind of just how it is though. Like with fashion, yeah, true. People are bringing back like looser fitting pants. That's like, have you I seen that? Have nowadays. you seen that weird thing where they have like at a fashion show these guys are wearing like balloon pants where they like come out at the knee and make big like beach ball shapes? That's weird. Yeah, I was like, what? Anyway, I'm fine with a with just a good pair of Wranglers. So, hey. Did did Brett Favre pay you to say that? <laughs> did he show his dick to you? <laughs> he sent me some pictures. <laughs> That's so funny. I think the pit. I never saw it, but I th- I heard people talk about it. It was like he's wearing Crocs too. It was like, <laughs> this, it was like this big. Oh god. Oh okay. Right. He's just a widow guy. <laughs> Brett Favre. He's like, oh, I'm watching these pornos and all these. <laughs> um, all I'm seeing are these horse cocks, and I gotta say, hey, this is what a real man looks like. Let me send the picture. If you can't swing football fifty yards through three defenders' hands, <laughs> you, you ain't got it. a big cock. He sent her that picture. Like, is this big? <laughs> Is this good enough? From Tammy and the T-Rex. Am I doing good? <laughs> Can this get inside you? So, I was going to say something. Oh, um, Luke Besson. I think he tried to do Fifth Element again with Valerian. And per- he, pervert Frenchman Luke Besson. And he fucked it up. Dude, Valerian, I had real, like, maybe you did. I don't know for a fact, but I had high hopes for Valerian. I was cooking with it for a while, and then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And then it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it really, really bad. Really sucked. They tried. They he tried, but I don't know what it was. And dude, he spent a lot. He spent his own money on them on the movie. I heard. Yeah, it's like hundreds of millions or like. And it gr- he, and it grossed like twenty. Did Lupuson have hundreds of millions? No, it's probably all like laundered money. I felt bad for uh, Denis Villeneuve too when he did 2049 because he a lot of his friends invested millions of dollars and I was just like oh fuck. <laughs> and I'm like sorry guys. Yeah I don't feel a fucking <laughs> yeah, thing I know, for that I know. motherfucker. Yeah, well I mean, hopefully he can do something with Dune. Honestly I'm kind of still excited for Dune. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh um, so, so this movie opens up in a in a very interesting way. We're in uh, Egypt, I yep. believe, nineteen fourteen. Mm-hmm. So they, I, I guess they want to dis. I guess if you want to add something ancient or something legendary, you got to use hieroglyphics or something on the wall and some uh, archaeologist looking at it like yes, yes. Which like those hieroglyphics are in a pyramid. Yes. It's like X Men Three. How come? More, <laughs> how come more people don't know about the alien hieroglyphics? 
Because it's there. It's in reality. It's in the pyramid. It's not Egyptian hieroglyphics. Wait, are we talking about real life right now? Or what are we I'm talking about? about just in the real uh, life of the, the movie. Of the oh, okay, movie. okay, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> like, in the movie, this guy is looking at alien hieroglyphics like, why hasn't anyone else talked about this alien race that's supposed to appear in 300 years when the thing is right there? People don't believe priests. I guess. And I think this is almost what the whole the, the movie does the whole time. So during this time, it's a little illogical, but you're almost um, entertained by the kid falling asleep who's supposed to hold this big golden, <laughs> this golden thing to, to reflect the sunlight. Just so the archaeologists could and see fucking the fucking Luke Perry's keeping track, and it's like fucking thirty five times or some shit. And Luke Perry, yeah, and a little cameo in there. He's supposed to be the illustrator of what he's seeing or just, whatever. And the, just drawing a sailboat. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Just I guess when you're bored, you sketch a Sail. sailboat. But yeah, so this whole situation is pretty entertaining, where it 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 distracts you, and this whole movie really is a creative distraction of logic. And reason. Speaking of the mummy, if it wasn't framed in the we knew it was Fifth Element, we knew it was going to turn science fiction, this could be like a scene from the mummy. Exactly, yeah. I mean, pretty much anything with sand and Egypt. Mm, and, true, <laughs> true. And there's these signs on the wall that mean ancient evil will be coming. So pretty much at this point when he's figuring it out, the, the space aliens come down with their... Uh, which the guy doesn't notice, even though it's a spaceship that's yeah. bigger than the pyramid. Everyone noticed but him. Yeah. Some huge cocoon-shaped uh, type of thing. This is where you're kind of looking at it, and you're like, oh, that, that looks a little This bad. looks like the ship from uh, <laughs> uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Doesn't it? it? I don't know. It just reminds me of, like, a cocoon. Hmm. Where the, the, sh- the, the Spielberg movie had... Wasn't that more of, like, a... Like a I guess it was more of a ball. Yeah, or more... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have an image in my mind. That... <laughs> and that, it literally, not because Spielberg is uh, Happy Jewish American. Happy Jewish American. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, it, like, the, the aliens drop down, and they're kind of like um, these weird robot-looking things, which we're not 100% sure if it's, like flesh inside of this robot thing or if they're just that's their being yeah and the movie does not really explain that yeah and it and it's kind of a little shoddy even when uh lilu is, is born from a glove yeah reincarnated or reanimated through this because uh, a human head as you pointed out omar cannot fit in these weird little bug heads yeah like, they were like duck heads, like yeah. robotic ducks with big bodies. Maybe maybe it is in their head. Maybe they're just standing like in this giant thing and controlling the neck and head with, I don't know. Maybe that, I'm hey, to... but look, <laughs> yeah. your, your, your brain is working there. I'm giving reasons for things that don't need reasons. Yeah. See, but, okay, so can a movie just do that and you forgive it a little more because it's Well, I can those... tell you what, I sure as fuck didn't think about it until, like, I turned, like, 17. Yeah, and then you start thinking of the logic, but you're, you're still forgiving of that. Yeah. I don't know, because if you look at a Picasso, not comparing Luc Besson to, but <laughs> obviously, you look at a Picasso, are you really worried that that person's body is distorted or that shape is distorted, or are you just... 
uh, just it's just a creative form. Exactly. Yeah. So are you really gonna nitpick at that? But no, like but the then, robot looks cool. Yeah. So we can do that. It's so it kind of looks dude. like Grievous with his coat cloak. Kind of. Yeah. 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 No, Grievous was really spindly, like a skeleton. Yeah, but with his cloak on, he looked more wide. Punchy. The, the yeah. mask yeah, of Grievous looks like yes. the head of this guy. Yes. Now, I mean, if you really want to bring George into this... Um, oh, guys, I think you shouldn't <laughs> talk about my movies. I mean, I'm Attack of the Clones... While walking into this hotel. Attack of the Clones <laughs> I'm like a shark, uh, baby. Pretty similar to this. Uh, mm. There's a couple of scenes in this, but... What so, year was Attack of the Clones? What year was Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace was 99. Yeah. Okay. And then Clones was 02. Okay. So that was post. And then, and then Revenge of the Sith was 04. Post 9-11, pre-Iraq War, right in that little that little uh, centerpiece right there. Yeah, that's why we forgive the scene where Anakin slaughters those sand people. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's, that's, yeah, because yeah, cool. killing sand people was cool at the time. Yes, it was. Even the women and children. I slaughtered them like animals. Yeah. I don't like sand, though. It's coarse and... Gets everywhere. Yeah. Especially when it gets in your ass. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they were fucking on it. <laughs> Padme is, like, six years why older is Padme than Anakin? A, why is Padme a pedophile? Is she, like, ten years older than Anakin? Like, At least. Yeah. He's, like, nine and she's, like, 18. But he's, like, 18 and she's 22 in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are she, you an angel? As Southwark would say, but she's hot. <laughs> I I don't think I'll ever see those movies ever again, dude. I'll probably fuck with Revenge of the Sith at some point. My brother likes Just those watch movies the last for some minutes, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, the, the Mustafar fight is yeah. literally all you need to watch. Um, so the, the, the alien robot guys tell this priest, we'll return in 300 years, evil will come back, be prepared, cuts 300 years in the future... Cuts to the government of the United States, presumably. President Tiny Lister, with his lazy eyes, is the, Jesus. <laughs> the president of the universe. Debo. Um, and they talk about they, you know, the, the aliens are coming back. All of a sudden, they're, it's like knocking on a fucking door. It's like, hey guys, we're here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they, there was no... It was pretty quick there. It was just like 300 years, 300 years later. Oh, we're here. Okay. Oh, something and then, else and happens. And then they like come through the gate and like a fucking... This other race of characters you've never seen before. We've never slide. seen or heard or talked before coming in. They're like, we will destroy you. And they shoot down the, the ship of which the only survivor is a hand. We assume these are like Shadow's minions. Well, it's Zorg's minions. Some okay. sort of, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, Zorg hired these guys. Yeah, they're definitely like just like hired hands at mm-hmm. best. You know, they're the Mangalores. The Mangalores. They're Zorg's minions, but then he like blows them up later. I don't well, because they didn't. Well, yeah, of course. They, they, fin- they finked on the deal, dude. They didn't yeah. give him the stones. Sure. And that's part of or, Zorg's. Excuse me, the stones. <laughs> and that's part of his character, too. He don't give a shit about these dog yeah. dragon looking No, he's the first line of his thing is the guy's like, uh, corporate is telling us we need to fire a half a million, and he goes, fire one million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, so like, uh, well, yeah, it's 300, 300 years later, and then we're getting to the point where we do see Mr. Shadow for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up, and is just this big uh, spherical, fiery 
turd brimstone type of planet or mm-hmm. moon type of thing. And this fucking G- General Custer motherfucker is just like... <laughs> I love this scene. He's just like, fire caliber 350 at the planet. <laughs> he's just like, fires, the planet gets fucking bigger. He's like, okay, fire the bigger <laughs> one. Fires the bigger one, the bigger one makes it bigger. The president's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what I... Happened? Did you get it? The guy's like, know. hold my beer, I'm gonna blow this fucking thing up. I'm blow, about to. Blow the biggest thing up. Blow the biggest missile we have. Uh, and then at which point a giant fire skull attacks the ship and the guy's forehead turns into a pudding cup. Yeah, it like absorbed the blast almost. And this is somehow we're getting to learn what Mr. Shadow is capable of. So Evil has returned. He can absorb uh, missiles. He absorbs evil because evil begets evil, Omar. Yeah, as uh, someone says. Ian, Ian yeah. Holm. Ian Holm. Uh, Ash from Alien. Dildo Baggins. Dildo Baggins. But, so we get to meet Mr. Shadow, which is legitimately scary in the beginning, but as the movie goes on, he legitimately gets less and less Yeah, as soon as he starts talking to Zorg in an evil voice... uh, Is that because we forget he exists? Yeah, because he, uh, Mr. Shadow, pretty much, it it doesn't even feel like we should even be calling him he. It's like, oh, the, the thing showed up again. Why did the planet gender itself? Yeah. <laughs> mister. Call me mister. I have one of those porn huge cocks. <laughs> mister Shallow. It's a full six inches. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's about average. Brett Favre's dick looks like a baby's <laughs> compared to mine. Well, I mean, if you're a planet, your cock's got to be like hundreds <laughs> of feet long. Let's <laughs> ask uh, Kurt Russell and uh, yeah, Guardians too. Yeah. Ego the Ego the, li- Ego the living fucker, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's really what he did. Yeah. He just went in different worlds and fucked Fuck. people. Sounds cool. So, established bad guy, but not really because Zorg is the real bad guy. Because Gary Oldman has a face. Mm-hmm. So, he's bringing, he's bringing the gusto. So, we've already met uh, Bruce Willis, right? Uh, yeah, he's uh, been introduced. His stunt double did the wake up scene. <laughs> just, just uh, walking. Uh, he's also got a little... There's, there's lots of just little... Little things that you can miss on a first viewing. Lots of very intricate details. Like uh, I pointed out to you guys the fact that the cigarettes he has yeah. are like ninety percent filter. <laughs> and, yeah. that was and then he's got a book about movie. Yeah, and he's got a book about like Adolf, someone, mm. presumably yeah. Hitler, uh like there's under no his bed. And then there's like you know, the yellow palm spots where it says, Please place palms here, that's where you go when the police come the in. Yellow circles. And uh yeah, just like lots of little like dialogue things, and our first scene with Willis is um, a meth head using a very interesting device to get into his into his apartment. What does he do, Eddie? Uh, he has like a hat that he puts against the instead of the people, they have like a camera almost. Yeah. And he has this cool little hat that just shows a blank as if the hallway was empty. Yeah. So to yeah. which when he rings the bell, Bruce goes, "What the fuck?" Opens the door. And this is where we get an awesome scene where the meth head is sort of mumbling, wearing MC Hammer pants, and uh, telling him to give him the money or whatever. And Bruce Willis basically tricks him into disarming his own weapon so that he can take it and not kill the meth head, who then does a little dance. Yeah. And that's a cool moment where like this thing just pops out of the the ceiling of Bruce Willis's uh, apartment with all these guns. Yeah. What did he do to get that in the fucking rental? Yeah, he's a military guy, so he's yeah. got all these guns. He takes the the tweaker's gun, puts it in there, and then uh, 
Which that was uh, that was hilarious, dude. Because for for the guy to either like take a picture of the hallway, <laughs> somehow print it out, then put it on his head, bend his head down, so when Bruce Willis opens the door, it looks like the hallway, and then he looks up. It's even hard to explain. I mean, like yeah, you almost definitely. have to YouTube it, or when you see it in the movie, you'll see what we're talking about. Because it's kind of crazy, but it's, it's it's kind of amazing. It is pretty like I've never seen anything like to it. Like the Wiley e. Coyote painting a fake yeah tunnel on the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, actually yeah. goes through it. Some something really wildly, purely like Omar saying, visually inventive. You can't yeah. really you have to see it to experience it type deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so within the first ten minutes of the movie, you get. Some action, some epicness. You get you of, get period piece. Yep. Robots, future, joke, yeah. meth head, guns, silliness, silliness, big evil, present with a lazy eye, death. So it's like a bunch going on where you're just like, what the hell? The only thing you don't get, what you do get in the next minute, is boobs. Yeah, boobs. and uh, the the PG thirteen is kind of stretched a little bit. There's a lot yep. of sexuality. You see some nipple. There's some brief nudity, thanks to uh, Mila for sacrificing that uh, <laughs> for for that's us. A, that's a funny term. <laughs> but it is a uh, it, it is a movie that's very sexy. Damn sexy. Like lots of like moist lips <laughs> and yeah. eyes staring at people. A lot of freckly women. Uh, so the government begins this test on the survivor glove they found at the wreck site, and uh, somehow it's not really clear. Like I said, kept saying to Eddie, "Don't ask questions. Just yeah. just shut the fuck up." I understood after the fifth, um, fifth minute. And they rebuild the body from the biological DNA from the glove, which comes Lilu, which is this orange-haired. Naked white woman who's then taped up with uh, cloth around her boobs and privates. So and the, trapped in a cage where she cries. In the beginning of the movie, presumably, and I think Eddie was already guessing this, where it's like, okay, this schlub, Bruce Willis, this taxi driver's going to save the world <laughs> against this big ass... And he's going to fuck the superhuman alien. Did not know he was an ex-marine at this yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But, but obviously yeah. by then... You're you're kind of questioning it, but then it's like, oh, Lilu yeah. is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You saw a guy who wakes up, most probably hungover, uh, in a small apartment smoking a cigarette with his best friend, a cat. Yes. Yeah. Which sounds great. Sounds yeah, cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Cat was cool. Yeah. Cute cat. Um, but So they... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wasn't a fucking black cat, that's for sure. By the way, Luke Besson wrote this one. He started this when he was 16 years old, so you could kind of what? pick up on the... Yeah, like, this is just shit a kid would think of. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, fun stuff here. Which, and then he was 38 when the film opened in cinema, so, so I mean... So, what did, what did he do before this to get the okay to do this? I think he was professional. Professional, yeah. Just yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Well, he also did a movie that was actually a, a French film, but successful over here for the fact that it was a good action movie. Um, the movie La Femme Nikita. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which they then did, a, it was so popular, they did an American remake, which I think is called Point of No Return. Okay. That was huge in rentals, man. I remember that that movie. A lot of people. That was always out when it was. So basically, his out. whole career was like building a bigger base. Okay. So, so he eventually, he eventually earned enough credit to. 
be and like, hey, give me the just, biggest budget yeah. Europe's ever had. Cool. I fucks with that. Yeah. You got to respect what? it. Ma- Mondoshawans is the name of those uh, duck robot looking things. Okay, cool. And 1914 was the year when they first showed up at yeah. uh, Egypt. So, yeah, I-, I got it in front of me, so I got all the like actual stuff. So there's, these, there's the weird pervert scientist next to the weird pervert commander who are like staring at her being like, oh. I need some pictures. I need some pictures of that pussy. Oh, he he did not say that. This is PG-13. But, uh... I need pictures of that. She starts speaking in her language and arrogantly, like a white male American, he goes, You're gonna have to learn how to communicate, you dumb alien bitch. And then she somehow breaks through the quote-unquote unbreakable glass tube she's in. In my head and if this had a secret r-rated cut she punched through that guy's chest but realistically she just grabbed his shirt and pulled his yeah head and into br- the broke his nose yeah so in my head i'd like to see her hand go well and this leads body. to an argument that comes back later is she's seemingly superhuman strength like hulkish almost and then there's a part where she's just like weak for no reason and needs yeah. to be saved mm-hmm. did you mention that was brian james no, but thank you for bringing it up. The pervert commander is Brian James, mm-hmm. famous for Blade Runner, Tango and Cash, Another 48 Hours, a lot of cult action movies of the 80s and 90s. He had a good look, and he's got those, I think he had blue eyes, but he, he had the shaved in the back. Yeah, and in, in this movie, there's a lot of shots where he, it's, uh, he sticks out, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing about this movie, not necessarily like in a good way, but... Every person in this movie is attractive, either in a way where you're just like, damn, look at that person's face, or they're just like got a big nose, or they got a special haircut, or they're making a dumb face. Everyone in this is like well thought of, almost mm-hmm. like Luke son just looked at all of them. And he was like, just like, give me all the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, just bring them in. Like I said, David Lynch always has like very interesting yeah, right. people in his movies. Um, um, I always feel like the the, the uh, Tim and Eric guys always got like yeah. weirdos, you know. So kinda, <laughs> you just made a face. It, it kind of reminded me of the episode of Eastbound and Down we watched before this movie, where yeah, Danny McBride and Cass, his half brother Casper. <laughs> yeah, um, In another interesting looking character. But so then we break into a ripoff of The Fugitive as uh, Lee Lu escapes through tin foil. Um, and somehow ends up in a human-sized air-conditioning duct. Mm-hmm. And this is when we see the interesting-looking cops, the futuristic uh, fifth-element cops. Who uh, look look like reject Judge Dredd ideas. Yeah, like out of that Judge Dredd universe. You know? But they also have police forwards, upside-down, backwards, and across every vertical. piece of their... Yeah, <laughs> like reversed vertical, upside-down vertical... Like, they just have police on their, like, glove, yeah. then their sleeve, then their chest, the then their face. The undercover cops just have police written on their back once. <laughs> their yeah. goggles are just, just covered in time. police, yeah. the word. Yeah. Um, but so Lilu does almost exactly the, I don't care, and then jumps off the bridge into the sea of cars rather mm-hmm. than the lake of water, which yeah. Harrison like, Ford dives like into. Like Anakin. What? When they leave the bar, Anakin jumps in. Lands on a spoon. Oh. That is exactly the scene. <laughs> no, just keep going. <laughs> no, but still, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. George, George Lucas is like, uh, I'm going to steal that scene from I'm Lucas. I'm going to steal the fifth element, Christian. Uh, no one's ever seen that film. It's totally mine. It's garbage. 
It's garbage. <laughs> um, but so, again, her human, her superhuman indestructibility comes into place when she falls like eight thousand feet down through a car into Bruce Willis's uh, back seat of his cab. Yeah. Now is that fate, destiny? Was it meant to be? Was it? Uh, or was it just coincidence? Either way, she fucks him, so. <laughs> Bruce Willis is a lucky guy in this movie, but he does have the credentials to get him from point A to point B. Uh, when he needs to kill somebody, he does it. When he needs to do some heroic, he does it. And he, he's not a dick about it. Except for when he kisses her when she's unconscious. <laughs> woke her up right away though. it is 90, 1997 guys I mean sure confused kiss them while they're asleep oh my god man or woman uh, um so he gets pulled over they know the fucking Lilu's in there he has a hard time he only has one point left on his license as Eddie said uh decides to make a break for it he almost gave up though he almost was gonna just give her up to authorities and he was having that little moment where he's just like, should I do this? And then he looked at her in the mirror again. He's like, oh, she's hot, though. I probably shouldn't just give he's her like, some cops. He's like, she seems mentally underdeveloped. I like <laughs> Oh, this. my God. She's only one hour old. <laughs> yeah. I like him young. Uh, and then there's this weird little scene as they're making their getaway. Uh, is there a little McDonald's product placement here, Eddie? Damn right there is delicious McDonald's Big Mac. No. French, large fry, double quarter pounder of cheese, no pickle. <laughs> two McChickens. That's delicious. That was the cops' order. They were now, picking Now, up. what's the only thing in the world that makes McDonald's better? Crack. Besides that. You remember the costume? The McDonald's sauce. <laughs> Eddie, they're the, the the yes, I'm pulling ages like here. They're the women at the drive-through. This McDonald's were very bazoongaed, and their bazoongas were pushed up and out, and their gazongas <laughs> were yaboed. Uh, they were doodled and to popped. the to the max. Yeah, and yeah, it I'd was go, a titty McDonald's. I go to McDonald's every day if McDonald's ran like Hooters. Yeah, I heard there's a restaurant. That's I don't think I don't know if it's a chain or not, but it's called Twin Peaks. It's not mm. David Lynch related, but it is. David Lynch totally has invested in that film. But is Big Boob related? Mm. Excellent. Mm. See now on the TikTok. I don't know if you old people know about that. Did is that Trump, Mark? Did is that Mark Cuban funded? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Trump, I know he's on there. Trump shut down uh, TikTok, didn't he? He banned it. He tried. <laughs> he can block all the women dancing. This Asian propaganda will not stand. I think he finally went on TikTok when he was going to ban it and saw the women dancing and shaking their butts. And he said, you know, this is good. This is good. I like it. <laughs> Let's keep it. That's a great Trump impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a mix of your, like, nerd, that nerd was the, Yeah, that was a mix of your Adam Sandler and, like, and, a, Trump, and like yeah. a Peruvian duck salesman or something. Uh, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should go to McDonald's and complain about their buns because their Big Mac buns aren't as big as they should be. Uh, it's the patties, actually. It's the beef inside. It's a little thin. It's a little too oh, squishy. Oh, the patties. <laughs> I thought you were complaining no, about the buns. No, the patties are too oh. thin. <laughs> this whole time I thought you were saying the buns were No, too the buns are fine. The <laughs> patties much, need to be too bigger. Too much bread to patty There's too ratio. much bread to patty. <laughs> yeah. 
There's no okay, I'm definitely with you skimming now. off yeah. the top. I was wondering why you weren't agreeing with me earlier. I was like, what the fuck is Eddie talking about? <laughs> when you honestly told me I, I, like, I heard buns in my head and I was like the bun- I said there's too much bun the patties need like, to be well, bigger if the buns got a little bigger I might not be able to fit it in my mouth and I was like it's fucking squishy you squish that the, the patties are so thin you can squish a Big Mac into like a regular hamburger is that what Kanye said if the buns are too big so this one we do we buy it double quarter pounders yeah and you replace the beef you replace the beef in the Big Mac you with just, the with the, the meat from the double quarter pounder. Yeah, the Big Mac patties, you just throw them like yeah, Christmas. fuck it. That's like shit. That's garbage. Yeah. I think we're on to something, AJ. I think we are. How I think about don't go to McDonald's? How about no, that? no, we're not gonna reheat some frozen chicken patties. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't reheat them. <laughs> reheat frozen chicken. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, I, I you, made them. You, you thawed them and then you decided, eh, I'm not gonna eat these, and then you put them back in the freezer. <laughs> I was very disappointed when you said, nah. I'm actually not going to get McDonald's today. Especially, be- <laughs> especially because he laid out the big dick order of all time beforehand. Yeah. I, I legit used to eat that order. Two quarter pounders with cheese. Large fry. Two apple pies. Two apple pies. And a diet, large- small diet Coke. <laughs> no, diet so I, Coke to make you feel good. So yeah, Eddie, yeah. Eddie had a good, good question about all these cars swimming around. Uh, mm-hmm. What was that, Eddie? Where where are the lanes? Uh, the where yeah, are the where are the lanes? Where are the motherfucking no car lanes? How do you know where you're going, and how do you know if you're doing it right? This is essentially where like the movie gets a little illogical, and you don't really keep up because there's a lot going on. Shit's moving too fast. Yeah, because essentially the Mondo Shawans or whatever they come three hundred years later, they get blown up. Lilu gets reincarnated. She jumps out. She falls into uh, Corbin Dallas's taxi. Then she's like, oh, uh, it, the stones weren't actually on the ship. They're with this uh, diva. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, then the military we is d- just like... Correction. Yes. We don't know how he ends up at the priest's place. Yeah, he just... He just goes there. Goes there yeah. and somehow... Because she's, she's passed out. Yeah, so how does he figure how that does, out? Just goes is, to the. Is he just the famous priest? Is he's he the like, only priest, man. Yeah, is he like the pope? Like you know of the pope, but I wouldn't know how to. He's get the, to the he's pope. the only priest for two hundred well, billion people. Well, that makes people. sense because the military was using him too. True, oh. it was like him. He's a, like a rabbi, a Buddhist. I think yeah. this is like me trying to explain the robots, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Like, He's you like, just have to accept it. Yeah. Anthony Fauci, but we he's are... just like used uh, <laughs> yeah. by the military and the government. We are just figuring like, out the answer. He's a robot. <laughs> now, so it gets a little crazy, then they try to use him, then somehow, yeah, he shows up to the priest's house, and it's like, oh, this is the, she's the fifth element. She's a perfect being. Mm-hmm. Perfect being, and it's not only because the priest never had sex, and they saw this attractive woman, and they're saying that she's a... Uh, the priest has been uh, living comfortably with a young boy. Oh, yeah, and his name, what was his name, Eddie? Yeah. Edwin? Let me look that up, you guys. Okay. Cornelius, David, David. Oh, yeah. like David David. David and Cornelius's Goliath cock. Oh, God. So he drops him off. He kisses her while she's unconscious. She uh, points the gun at him. She learns martial arts. Good scene. Uh, yes, that, I yeah, love that scene this, also. This movie Matrixed before Matrix. Yeah. Uh, it did, it did. I know Kung Fu. Whoa. So this was, I guess this was trying to like show how... I know how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> what a great being she is that she can absorb all this information 
while eating a whole turkey. Yes. And whole turkey. and going <laughs> racistly, if that's a word. Yeah, well, it's like it's funny because like, did she read that Bruce Lee said that? Yeah, there's no audio. There's no audio. So. I think there was. I think there was a little oh, okay. uh, karate. Uh, racism is learned, not born. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> learned, not heard. Yeah, and then she goes to like a microwave type of thing. She's like munching, and she goes, "Chica, good." And so it's just chicken, but it was a turkey size. It was a turkey. And this is poultry, something Robert Rodriguez stole in the movie Spy Kids. Where they had a microwave yes, that made all Yes, I remember that microwave. Them. I was very jealous of that So Robert microwave. Rodriguez is a hack. I well, he's always been. <laughs> I don't think I saw that movie. Or did I? Was that with the creepy... Uh, Those are the Thumb Thumbs and oh, yeah, the yeah. guy who looks like uh, Paul Rubens, but not Paul Rubens. Yeah, that dude. I don't like that guy. He was a uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, uh... <laughs> the French guy. <laughs> Does he look like Paul Rubens? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. He's an yeah. English Paul Rubens. Yeah. I thought it was French. Uh, oh, no, no, Nightcrawler is French. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nightcrawler in the film is actually is actually German. Oh, what oh, the pa- fuck? Pa- yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah, man. he's German. Okay, okay. Mystique came and fucked a German man. And now <laughs> yeah, which that's funny in X2 when like Nightcrawler and Mystique are the same age, but in the comic books, Mystique yeah. is literally his mom. Yeah. Um, uh, so here we get... Uh, so Bruce Willis has the whole thing. Here we get an introduction to Zorg. He's doing the fire a million people. His name is Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. So it's like three French names and then a weird alien name, but it talks in a southern accent, sort of like this. Yeah. And you're like, huh? Are you from Tennessee? Isn't this the future? Do accents even exist anymore? For from this is just a general question on movies, like. Are these actors told how they're going to look like before they start filming? <laughs> I think that's partially why Gary Oldman hated this movie. Yeah, he, he was upset. The role and he's like, I'm going to do this Tennessee accent. And the director's like, sure, whatever, fuck it. And then I'm, he gets to the makeup yeah. on day one. And he's like, why are you shaving my head? He's like, why do I have a metal foot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or do they even show the metal foot? No, no but you hear it. Yeah. He's just like clinking. He's, he's limping. Yeah, limping and clinking. All the, and then... I they put the little plastic uh, ball thing that mm-hmm. even his henchman, his bald, I mean his is, like yeah, his buff henchman is, is that is that bald. like uh, the the uh, by the way uh, we're all vaccinated gentlemen here. True. What'd you get? I got Moderna. What'd you get? I got the Mercedes of the vaccines, the yeah. Pfizer. And I got Johnson Johnson. Let's see who does yeah, first. You, really, you got the one shot? Yeah. This I heard that that's less effective. Though. He got the yeah, Chevy of the vaccine. Yeah, you, you he got go, the Chevy, the Ford. Yeah, yeah you got what, the shitty '90s Chevy <laughs> once you, version once of you go, you don't know what you're getting. So fuck mm. it. Yeah, I guess. I, I have really to say though, my my arm's pretty fucking sore. My bro. brother got Pfizer and said his arm was sore, yeah. but I got the Moderna and my I didn't feel anything. But see, I think with this swollen deltoid, I'm just gonna go to the gym tomorrow and flex like a mother. And just all the back, just squirts out. And and <laughs> you do one uh, military press and like, and and flex so your muscles bulge out of your shirt like the guys you used to like <laughs> as a your kid. Shoulder just. Like <laughs> squirts onto someone else's eye, and they're like, ah. But then they're like, I don't, I, I'm saved against COVID. I'm vaccinated. Yeah, I think it, it's John Johnson's probably like eighty percent. Yeah, seventy nine, eighty seven, something like that. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm just excited to just 
live a little more freely, you know. I, I, I'm honestly thinking about going to see Kong and Godzilla in theaters. So, I'll go with you yeah, once we get our week. second shot. That's March yeah. 31st. I got my second. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm getting, my, I'm getting my second on the 8th. Nice. So. Oh, um, April 8th. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. Well, AJ, it comes out the 31st, so. Yeah, so. We've I, already seen it. Then at the I would have had already seen it three times. Yeah. On the mega screen. And Mequon and Brookfield. Should we all go? No, I'm not inviting you. <laughs> Until after April 6th. For your health. Yeah, that's right. You could get COVID and die when I, when going I go, to the theater. I, when I go, I plan to share a large popcorn with all of you, and we'll all be <laughs> And grabbing. share the same straw dr- soft yeah. drink. Well, I'll, to prove science. Yeah, yeah, We'll see who, what's the least effective. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, okay. And we'll all be grabbing the pizza and, like, licking the... Well, not the pizza. The we'll be licking each other's fingers from the popcorn. The butter off. Yeah. Say extra wood. Yeah. I once saw a guy at a movie theater. <laughs> literally, I'm no joke. Like, so I'm behind this guy. He's he's a obese man. Okay. okay? You like, almost said morbidly obese. You were you were like. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Mm, is, he, yeah. is he definitely obese? He's or? he was definitely obese. Like I'm talking probably four bills. Oh, poor okay. fucker. Oh. Okay. Uh, and he goes up there and he Those orders, you know, his, his, his large popcorn and large drink. And the guy's like, you know, do you want butter? And he goes, yeah. We fucking think I want butter. But the guy does the, you know, the like, pour on the one level. Pour a little more popcorn for the second level. More butter. He asked for more butter four times. So the guy would be like, he got more. He said, he said, oh, yeah. His quotes were basically like, could you put a little more? And then. So he's like, he's like men in black with the sugar. Yeah. More. More. And then she eventually just dumps the whole sugar yeah. fucking thing in the cup. Yeah, and then. And this guy takes away, you know, it's like a heavy cardboard for yeah. the popcorn. I literally true? saw it dripping through from the, the butter through the bottom oh my god and like onto his shirt and it was I think at one point I would just be like sir we ran out of butter <laughs> just, just to embarrass him to walk away <laughs> yeah sir we can't legally give you more butter oh my god was this before Super Size Me uh no it was after oh good for him I think fight uh, the power what, what year was that like 2005 or something Three, four, five. yeah yeah it was after that but I was very much like, R.I.P. Fat Man. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Like, what a way to live. If he's still alive, he's, nope, not, nope. he's not beating COVID. Yeah, no fucks given. I mean, really, like, you make it to 400 pounds, that's almost an achievement. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you've stretched a human body to this proportion. <laughs> he literally was like that part in X-Men Origins where he's like, did you call me Blob? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, do I love the, those, like, 600-pound life shows? Oh, I get like, I get so thousand, fucking thousand pound sisters. Oh god, I saw one where this woman was just like eight hundred pounds, and she had a fiance, quote unquote, yeah. who was literally on the spectrum. Oh, yeah. So he was collecting the checks, and yeah, I guess yeah, she was, take her, take her checks. She was yeah. cashing them, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
Casting them at KFC. They're probably both caretaker checks. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, life in America is either you die slowly via capitalism or you give yourself a disability to collect money. Yeah, ain't that crazy, man? I'm leaning towards getting a disability. Uh, the big joke at work is I consistently tell Jake, how about I just cut off my feet and collect disability? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you just put what, it in like a fruit slicer. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> no man, there's there's plenty of knives. Trust Someone me. Someone has like a toe in their cut fruit <laughs> bottle. Oh, God. No man, there's a toe in the orange Someone juice. Someone's eating some cut pineapple. They're drinking their orange juice and there's a big fucking toe. Oh God. You better be trimming them, motherfuckers. Oh, oh. I trim them, but it's, you know, still my hairy toe. Oh my God. Uh, it's I a, have. It's I, a Polish toll, so you know that. Yeah, I have. Good, I have good circulation. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> so this should. She's this, in a taxi. <laughs> she's in a taxi, and we got. Yeah. We got to the yeah, thing. No, we got past. That. We got to Zorg. We got to Zorg. His yeah. secretary, by the way. This movie should be called Cleavage the Movie. Yeah. Because there is not one single woman who is not bearing breasts in this movie. Maybe. Maybe Lilo. Well, Lilu is covered, but you also see her breasts in yeah. three different scenes where she takes off her top. But to, instead of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of like, like, here's here's the depth of my canyon. Like I might have more. Mm. I ain't hate though. You've yeah. been benching a lot. We've noticed. Yeah, I'm two fifteen right now. Also, we also we also we got a lot of McDonald's. Yeah. You instantly grow boobs. Like the buns go to your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Steroids give you boobs. Sesame seed boobs. Ses- yeah, that should be a series. <laughs> it's just like uh, fucking that cute little puppet with huge cans or whatever. I don't know. Whatever Sesame Street character is supposed to be a girl. Is Big Bird a girl? Big Bird. Is... Tweety Bird's a boy. Yeah, that was always weird. Yeah. I think Blue is a boy and then Magenta's a no, I always hear blue is a girl, magenta is a boy, but I might be wrong about that. For blue's clues, related. Sorry. Oh, Steve or what's the one who comes after Steve? Steve and Joe, and then there's this new guy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like a YouTube sensation or something, right? I don't know. Or didn't you say he got famous on YouTube? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Then there's a scene where Zorg invites the priest back to his place to be like, "Dude, what the fuck? We're the motherfucking stones, bitch." Yeah. And then the priest is like. You do not know evil, or like whatever. And Zorg's like, chaos is the ultimate source of creation. Look, there's this glass, and if I break it, look at all these little machines that come to life and start cleaning up. And then he like eats a cherry, starts choking on it, mm-hmm. uh, goes a little crazy. He's like, where's your robots now, Zorg? And Zorg's choking to death, and finally the priest smacks him on the back, saving his life, thus making him partially a villain. Yes. Because he saved the villain's yeah, life. If he was died, if he just died, there'd really be no movie. They would have stopped Well, su- they would have shot Supposedly like the planet would have come to Earth, I yeah. guess, still. Yeah. But the planet wouldn't have come to Earth unless it knew where the stones were. The mission would have been a lot easier without Yeah, Zorg. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because the priest saved his life, I'll show you mercy and save yours as well. But during this scene, there is a weird fucking part where he hits, like, a sequence of buttons, and a door opens up on his desk, 
and a fucking disgusting sex toy Flintstones monster wriggles its flaccid, flaccid yeah. trunk near him and then gets spit on as he coughs up the cherry. Yeah. It's like a little elephant. I like thing. that Flintstones. It's like when they'd open the bottom of their sink and it's like a pterodactyl being their like, disposal for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it's a living. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking grotesque, but good. It looked good, yeah. It looked good, but it was... And then later, he's, like, fucking tongue-fucking it or something on his fucking <laughs> shoulder. just hanging out on his and shoulder. Yeah, it was just the, hanging the out. Thing is kissing its, the thing is kissing its neck. Oh, a dog does that. I guess. Yeah. It's just a gross fucking weird alien monster. You're always hey, out of peanut on, butter, man. huh? Do you, think he uses, do you think he uses that as a cock sleeve? This is a PG-13 <laughs> oh movie. So that, that scene in particular, I really enjoyed. I mean, first you see Gary Oldman and Ian Holm just, you know, chewing up some scenery. And then uh, first Gary Oldman's trying to hit him with some logic. Oh, mm-hmm. look at all these little robots. And then Ian Holm comes back and then we see the weird little elephant thing. Which <laughs> is wrapped around his neck, but I don't think it's actively sucking on anything. 100% <laughs> sexual. Or eating his ass or whatever. Well, it is Luke Besson, so it's like, let's add an elephant. Yeah, if this motherfucker makes eating McDonald's sexual, it can turn a fucking pet sexual. Make his trunk longer. Uh, make it at least 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> like those long porn cocks. Jesus. <laughs> 9 to 12, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what, 9 to 12? What does what he use that for? <laughs> Hangs clothes on that thing? <laughs> oh god. Oh man. So here we get a part where the. <laughs> Eddie's face of contempt for both of us is like. These fucking disgusting pigs. <laughs> Welcome to Slob Cinema. Yep. It's called Slob Cinema for a fucking reason. Oh, really? Hey, not Moonwalker for this shit? <laughs> yeah, remember when Eddie gave us two unusable pieces of garbage and then we come together with this. Hollywood blockbuster. Hey, at least I brought two to fill a podcast. If I had <laughs> brought one, we would have been out of here in We're just minutes. filling this one up with cocks. Yeah. Fill well, everything should be filled. Yeah, true. Yeah, dicks everywhere. Luke Besson has rubbed off on you. Yeah, you don't get to uh, watch a crazy sex fiend Frenchman movie without coming away with some illicit ideas. Oh, is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> Holy way! <laughs> Can we do that? Oh yeah, we're American. Fuck so. the French freedom, freedom fries, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, uh, yeah, since two thousand two. Yeah, there's no like, you can't be racist towards French people. You just can't call or them like musty. A, or like Italians, like gabagoo eating motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> like who cares? No one gives a damn unless you're living in Jersey or something. You might get stomped out, but yeah, that's where they got the strong Italians. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they got the mongoloid yeah. Italians. <laughs> they could they could lift a car over the Jersey hurts. Shore motherfuckers. <laughs> So the commander, Brian James, uh, comes to uh, Bruce Willis's character to basically uh, attain his uh, prowess as a soldier useful in a paper-length long set of weapon skills mm-hmm. and says, you're going to Floss in Paradise to, um, what's the initial mission? It's just to meet up with the diva to get the yeah. stones. Meet up yeah. with the diva to get the stones. Okay, yeah. so he goes, you know, you're... Uh, Major uh, Iceborg will be your yes. attendee, and this BBW Leia motherfucker 
is just like a German. I don't. I don't know. Like a German, like super freak. And, I thought uh, that was the old girl from Mandalorian for a second. Gina Carano. She, yeah. She, Her ass probably was as wide, which I liked. She was like trunchbull esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, that might have been the same actress. <laughs> no. Um, no. No, 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 it was different. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this woman was big, but I'm fine sure the looking. lady who acted as Miss Trentwell was fantastic. Uh, but Bruce Willis kind of says, like, ugh, no. And then this guy just, like, openly stares at Iceborg's tits and is like, why not? <laughs> so he puts Iceborg in the icebox. Uh, he kills three soldiers with Jesus, his refrigerator. Yeah. Because because he has to place them in the refrigerator, the police come, he places Lilu in the shower that has replaced the refrigerator, hides her up, she gets doused with water, she's all wet and sexy now. And uh, How do they freeze in a refrigerator? That's true, why are they frozen solid? It just looks like a fridge, it's not a yeah, freezer. it's a fridge. Um, and puts the priest in his uh, saran-wrapped bed. Yeah, they... Like re-saran wraps itself when he's not using it? I guess. It looked like when he got out of bed in the (laughs) opening scene, he like got up, his bed was unmade. He was laying on that saran wrapped at one point. Later. Yeah. But in the opening scene, the like used coverings like slide in and then a new one comes out Mm -hmm. with saran wrap around it. Yeah. So presumably it's like... I always give you a new saran wrap Yeah, sheets. maybe like he always has two sheets. One is being washed while the other... That's probably true. I don't think that much thought went into this, but yeah. yeah. The Again, future. imagine the future. And this is like, assuming low-income housing, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah everything's to, automatic. I don't have to make my fucking bed, dude. Yeah. And I always... And it was interesting how he would uh, get coffee into the pot. He would just put the, the coffee pot into the wall. Like, you said everything was just coming out of yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigarettes, coffee, phone. It's very industrial. 2021, the only thing we got still is those beds that I can pull out from the wall. True. Nothing else. You know what's similar to this? Uh, I, can, I noticed a lot this took from uh, Ridley Scott's Alien, too. Kind of like the inside of the spaceship. Kind yeah, of that that mm-hmm. the quarters and uh, how closed in everything is and robotic, but still, yeah. I guess home homely. But I don't know. I I, I like spending time in uh, Corbin Dallas's apartment. Yeah, no, I thought it was a really cool apartment. I loved how everything worked. Everything worked together. If you're not using the fridge, you're showering. If you're not showering, you're using the fridge. Um, I didn't see any like washer or dryer though. Unless Is there I a TV? It, but there is yeah, a, yeah, 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 but it's weirdly only six inches wide. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, he was watching the commercial. The cat was Ruby. watching it. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the Ruby Rock. Careful, kid, it'll rot your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great, yeah. I um, can't believe I forgot that. People are still using books in the future? Like, come on. Well, I guess all the trees yeah, are gone. Yeah, you don't, you don't have a fucking iPad? All the trees are gone, so that's, they just kept held on to the books. Hmm. But there was, uh, they did mention there was like a virus, and then everyone uh, used all the books for toilet paper, so there weren't any books <laughs> Wait, around. Left back. Yeah, it happened oh. in 2020. Is yeah. Similar to like the seals and uh, Deep Rising? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> or it's similar to uh, reality, where, uh, you know, a virus hit and everyone took the toilet paper away. Dude, that was insane. There are, like, videos of, like, old people, like, fighting, like, younger <laughs> people for toilet paper. I just remember the fucking guys that would be there, like, 
at the opening minute of the store to go in and buy like eight things of toilet paper so the whole yeah. shelf was empty. I, I never understood that. It's like toilet paper is your main priority, dude. Like, it's like water, dude. Well, I think it was the craze that people were on the internet hearing that there will be a toilet paper shortage. I can't wipe my ass. So once you hear there's a shortage, you don't want to be caught empty-handed when the shortage hits. So you create a shortage by buying up exactly extra. Yeah. yeah. It was that was insane. That was exactly the last year, like around this time. Yeah. yeah. Like well, April earlier than this time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it, well, it, it was just about this time. Yeah, yeah lockdown was like mid-March. Mid-March, yeah. yeah. One year later, I mean, I'm pretty grateful that we just managed to squeeze in some episodes, even though it was a little harder than it is now. Yeah. And now, I mean, we made full circle. And we almost have it documented now. We didn't talk too much about the coronavirus, but there was a few episodes where you did mention it, you did mention Trump, where it's perfect. <laughs> Where if we go back and listen five, six years from now, it's like, oh, shit, you know? Right. You guys' voices might even change, dude. Not in, but as you get older, you yeah. or what if you pick up smoking or something oh, and your yeah. voice I changes? I, I need some type of thing. I need to be like an alcoholic or like start smoking cigarettes or something. You guys will change. The, the, something will change you guys and you'll be like more grizzled. You know? mm. I need to like if coronavirus hasn't done that already. I need to get like jumped or something. I killed a guy, so now I talk like this. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think AJ's more grizzled than you because he's got some hobo experience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I, I fucked that bum in the ass. <laughs> it. I fucked it in the ass. You fucked it in the ass. Uh, so here we kind of start our flossing sequence. Here's where my notes kind of stop because I just stopped caring about the it notes. Gets, it gets crazy. It gets a little crazy, but I did say that uh, when the guy that's failed to get on the plane as Corbin Dallas explodes, <laughs> Ruby Rod also explodes. <laughs> yep. I mean, pretty much when they get on this uh, uh, space cruise ship, it's when it really gets bonkers. We meet Chris Tucker. Boobtastic. We meet different celebrity-type characters in this space world. We, mm -hmm. we get the Mongolians. We get a, a battle. We get the diva. We get, everything happens on this ship. The moment that this film either loses or keeps you is when the diva starts doing an opera rap. Definitely. Um, you're, you're either going to be like, oh, fuck this shit. Or, or like you're almost like on, you're teetering, you're getting annoyed, and then finally when this happens, you're either all just like, oh, fuck this, or you're like, damn it. <laughs> I ha I almost have to like this movie. Yeah. It's it's an odd thing for me because when I was a kid, I felt like I was too cool for it. And then when I got older, I was like, I can appreciate this. And then now I can get up and go make a drink while, while she's singing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Ruby Rod has fucked every living thing on this um, ship. Yeah. Uh, presumably kind of remarks on it at one point. Um, Bruce Willis is... Uh, fantasizing about having sex with the blue squid woman while she mm -hmm. sings. Yes. Um, as we are. All, all as are. we are yes, with yes. lots of, again, the penis heads in this movie. Lots of just huge cocks coming off heads. <laughs> and um, we meet the diva and her sort of entourage. 
the Mongolians are there. They're like, it's time to party. They go and kill the entourage in the diva's place. Uh, shoot the diva. War kind of erupts because um, during the opera rap, uh, Lilu has uh, killed like 10 of these motherfuckers. Yeah, they're like simultaneously having the diva like singing, doing the performance, and then Lilu fighting the Mongols. Which again, if you if you watch that fight, it is pretty hilarious how she fights them one at a time. Yeah. And, and the, the guys kind of just stand there. Very similar to uh, 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 The Last Jedi. Last, yeah, right. Uh, fight. Even though I like that fight, but there are there is a lot of standing around. Yeah. Um, thanks to some uh, YouTube reviews. Thanks that to pointed that thanks out. to a garbage director. Um, so Rain Wilson. Excuse me. Rain No. Yeah, he was in the office, right? And then he got the director job. Rain Wilson. Yeah. Harry's still getting his trilogy. Yeah, he is. Well, that's what I heard. No. They just need to give that whole thing to Favreau. Yeah. Just all of Star Wars. And, uh... Filoni. Filoni yep. Mm-hmm. Dave Filoni and Favreau. How about don't do anything else with Star Wars and just bury that shit? Because I will still roll... I'll roll with Marvel. I'll roll... Dude, I've ridden with Snyder. But, like, the Star Wars shit, I'm, like, so done with that, dude. They just gotta come up with something good. Yeah. Mandalorian's good. I mean, Mandalorian's yeah, good, but Mandal- it's not a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandalorian, I could fuck I with. think they would cement it if this, like, Ashoka... Ahsoka, sorry. Ahsoka and Obi-Wan show is good. Isn't it Ashoka? I, th- I think it's Ahsoka. Hmm. I think hey, H is silent. Fat okay. Boba Fett is... A divine dude. Yeah, I love and the I, Boba Fett show. If they do good, I, the Boba I, Fett. I love. Yeah, yeah. I love when Boba Fett f- kills the fat. Uh, oh, what's his name? I kill myself. Oh, I'm Jabba's so... minion. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a. I would know it now, and now all of a sudden I can't think of. It. Anyway, he's like the only gr- Jabba. He gr- he's I grown know. grotesquely fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Bib Fortuna. Bib, yeah. oh, thank yeah. you, thank you. I also remember, because the other minion was, uh, uh, Salacious Crumb, the little rat. You know, that guy got fucking yeah. jacked up and yeah. trying to Jedi. If these yeah. other, R2-D2 fucked yeah. him up. If these other shows do it, then I'll, I'll be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to name a dog R2-D2. That'd be cool. Does yeah, it also, does it also fuck? Because R2-D2 fucks, if you notice... He's always sticking his fucking control oh, panel Jesus and all sorts Christ. of shit. Yeah. What has Luke Besson done to you? <laughs> I'm just seeing he dicks is, and rape and fucking everywhere, dude. Fucking robots and shit. I mean, he is penetrating lots of... <laughs> uh, Maybe the rumors are true and they'll just say fucking just ignore this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. trilogy. I hope and so. And just redo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With and fake... Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and isn't that kind of sad? Because J.J. Abrams, I respect him, but yeah. he kind of... Well, I mean, episode seven was Well, good. we really don't know what would have happened because yeah. he didn't do his yeah. trilogy. Yeah. I've read a bunch of rumored scripts of the second one of how Luke has a family on that island and they... Like, he has a son and daughter and a oh, wife. Oh, well, that would have been made more sense. Yeah. But... Brian Johnson and the woman who controls Star Wars. Kathleen Kennedy, that dirty cunt. I heard they read it or just like, She was part of so much, like the Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, she's done so much good and then she just like, does she have Alzheimer's or like what's going on? Was she part of Jaws too? I don't remember. Okay, but 
And then now it's just like, but honestly, dude, you just see how these people, I mean, if you're a CEO for a long time, or if you're just making these big budget decisions all the time, you're not, you don't care about the art anymore. You You just touch. Yeah. It's just like Star Wars. It's a product. We're going to put it out. They're going to buy it. Who cares? They don't care. You think they even connect to the, to the Star Wars stories anymore? No. Mm. And why should we, you know? I don't. Yeah. Did you guys uh, check out Win- uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon? No. I watched episode one last night. Is that any good? The first episode was cool. Like, there's nothing. Like, it's very. It's a very like boring episode uh-huh. where. But You're setting everything up. Yeah, it it's cool. It's like it's from what it seems. It's Winter Soldier. Personally, with Winter Soldier, he's dealing with the pain of him knowing that he's killed all these people for no reason. And he pretty much has, like, a list of how he wants to fix that for his own mental mm. ability. And then Falcon, you kind of see his life, his his family, and how... He, like, it's more real, like, what happens when they're not fighting. No, so he is Falcon. He's not Captain America. He's Falcon, but through leaks of toys that have come out, he will be... Okay. Captain America. Probably in episode Why wasn't Sebastian Stan Luke Skywalker... Oh, God. He looks just like him. Why did they not just do that? I don't know. Pay him the money. Yes, John Favreau. I heard he was, like, dirt poor until he did Winter Soldier. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was and in... And there was all these jokes, like, his rent was due, and that's why Winter Soldier was so good. He was just, like... Yeah, he was in there. some stuff, but he was in a movie called, um... Um... The First Avenger? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. What was it called? It was like a male witch movie called like. Oh jeez. Uh, it was directed by uh, Rennie Harlan. Oh yeah. Uh, it was called like the pro- was it the prophecy or of Die Hard Two fame. The prophecy. Hold on, I gotta look it up. You guys talk about the something. priest or. Uh... No 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 no. It was uh, like well, the we're something. We're... So the diva is singing. Then Le- I'm sorry, I'm Lilo Le- Lilu. Lilu. It knows where the stones are. Or no, she ex- she sees the Mongoloids. <laughs> Mongoloids. I mean, she's basically fighting yeah. them. Yes. And while while singing, the yeah, and they think the stones are in there. They think the stones are in that like box. Yep. And so then, then the Lilu fucks them all up. Rock music. Yeah, it's like the a remix. Covenant. Oh, God. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound... It was like a male version of that female witch movie. Yeah, that's with uh, Danny McBride. It's like Ridley Scott directed it. Yeah, Um, uh mm -hmm. Uh, Uh-huh. Fucking uh, James Franco gets burned to death in the opening. (laughs) So, I mean, this is essentially the, the wackiest part. And then you've either lost audience or you've... Everyone's for the ride. Yeah. We were all for the ride, right? And th- this is when shit gets crazy because they start shooting uh, classic auditorium setting. So, you know, it's going to be a little freaky, a little fucked up. Everyone running around shooting. Shout out Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and then uh, the diva gets shot in the, in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, did uh, not, we didn't mention the Ruby Rod. Uh, it was like five minutes of Ruby Rod's radio oh, his, show. His and introduction. He, yeah, yeah. And, and he comes in very flamboyant, talking a whole bunch. Uh, he's trying to get Corbin Dallas to make a few comments, but Corbin's only giving him like yeah. One, that's the joke. The, the joke is gonna be like, "Yo, Corbin, Corbin, Corbin Dallas, what are you about eating?" And he's just <laughs> like, 
thrilling. Okay. Now, were you guys annoyed by this uh, no. Chris Rock performance? No. 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 I like Chris Rock. I... No, no, I, I think a lot of people would be annoyed. A lot of, to a lot of people, this guy is the Jar Jar Binks of yes, Fifth Element. Yeah, and way it's, cooler. Yeah, it's bad to say, but yeah, but be, it's like that, and then the diva singing the, and the goofiness. People, I think, see Chris uh, Tucker and they're like, "That's the worst part of the movie." What's the real worst part of the movie? is the 25-year-old Jewish mother that keeps calling Corbin Dallas. Yeah, agreed. That has no implication, no use, doesn't make me laugh, doesn't make me smile, doesn't make me think about their relationship. It's just totally So pointless. people don't like Ruby in, like, reviews if you look at... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, those people are stupid. Yeah, useless. Yeah. Trash. They should die. Yeah, in a concentration camp. Now, here's, like, kind of, like, a weird... The thing that I kind of connected, I don't know, but so Corbin has all these females in his life, mm-hmm. and presumably males. Yeah, He's but it's but it's focused on females. Yeah, it's like uh, the mom's calling him, and then Lilu pops in. He's got the ex-wife. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of adds to my like of his character just because he's not a womanizer but he's naturally just around these women and then yep. Lilu literally falls almost into his lap she falls into his taxi cab so some sort of fateful thing is going on here but I don't know it just adds to my like of Bruce Willis's character and I don't I don't like many Bruce Willis char- um, movies or even characters, but obviously Pulp Fiction, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I love them all. Maybe Last Man Standing, but he was a little bland in that. Well, he was supposed to be, though. Looper. Twelve Monkeys. Looper. Twelve Monkeys is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and then this is where I, Bruce Willis is a little more complicated than Nicolas Cage, I would say. Uh, but, by, by a lot. I mean, but more well, frustrating mm-hmm. because it's like, dude, how can you pick such like great things and then, but then you're arrogant to the point that you're pick, you're making these B movies, but you don't want to. You still act like they're this these like big Hollywood movies that you should be treated as like some A A one actor. Yeah, this is gonna be really nerdy, but I on YouTube I watch these people who like. Go to stores every Tuesday when the new releases oh, come uh-huh. out. Yeah, cool dude. Pe- people yeah. still do that. <laughs> do every week. There's a new Bruce Willis movie, and like, yeah, it's almost a joke at this point where they're like, "New Bruce Willis movie." Yeah, see, <laughs> and so there's a mystery in that. So is it a tax thing, or is he just greedy? Is he just like getting five million a movie, two million a movie? I don't. I don't know if it's greedy or as if like. You're this old actor, you're bored, like, oh, not bored, but, like, someone comes up to you and it's like, hey, do you want five million dollars? And you're like... And you do it. And you're yeah. such a professional, you just do yeah. it. Like, I don't, I don't know him, but I, I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to assume he's, like, looking for this work. I want to, I want to assume these people are coming to him and he's just like, fuck, five million dollars? Fuck. Yeah, or his agent's probably just, like, the, setting it up. The, yeah. le- the last movie I saw of his was... 
16 blocks in 2006. <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't see uh, Wait a Glass? Minute. Yeah, Looper came after that. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't see I don't Glass. think I saw that in theaters, though. What about uh, Moonrise Okay, Kingdom? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, you guys are pointing what out some What do you mean? You points. saw that one but let's, scene but let's of... Say, uh, 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 one scene of... Die Hard. No, not Die Hard. Well, I, 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 I can tell you in, two, in 2006, he played a character named RJ... In an animated squirrel movie called Hammy's Boomerang Adventure. I did I did see that. I didn't mention it. Uh, out of respect to Mr. Willis. <laughs> you got that on I have it on 4K. <laughs> I think I think the beginning of the end starts with surrogates in 2090. Surrogates, cop out, set up, catch 44. He did do a... Lay the uh, Favorite, The Cold Light of Day, Moonrise Wes Kingdom. Anderson, yeah, he did yeah, a Wes Looper. Anderson. Two Wes Anderson. Fire with Fire, Good Day to Die Hard, uh, The Prince, Vice, Extraction. They all have like names like Extraction, Marauders, uh, Once Upon a Time in Venice, First, Budapest. First Kill, Acts of Violence, Reprisal, Airstrike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine, like, just like you just coming out with these lame-ass... Like, so many movies that the, the titles don't even matter. Like, Airstrike, Air Force, Die Hard 7, you know, Hard Die. It's about a, a t-shirt company that has this happening. Okay, his stuff. latest film, as of to date, is a movie called Cosmic Sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven rogue soldiers launch a preemptive strike against a newly discovered alien civilization in the hopes of ending an interstellar war before it starts. Sounds kind of like us in Iraq, if you know what I mean. Is he is he in the movie for more than ten minutes? Uh, he's second build, so... Okay, so like, <laughs> who's first build? Like 30 Some guy named Frank Grillo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. is that? Oh, that's the guy from the Captain America movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Purge, and the, he just came out in a Joe Carnahan movie, but I'm not even interested. Yeah, <laughs> it's called yeah. Boss Level or something. <laughs> yeah, what, no. I'm not a, speaking of Boss, the movie's really impart, like popular in my house right now. It's called Boss Baby. Uh, oh my god! The niece and nephew love that. That's the, disgusting. You know the opening <laughs> sequence, the with how the babies are made. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. I think that's cute. That's disgusting. Yeah, they, they just watch that fucking thing. You just throw it on. They're just like. Remember when the boss baby, voiced by Alec Baldwin, like slaps around the big fat retard baby, and is like, oh only cookies get the winner. Or oh my god! So you saw the film. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> disgusting. <laughs> what about the movie where Kevin Spacey becomes a cat? Is that Kevin's uh, Nine Lives? Yeah. No, that's that's Nine Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Eric Roberts plays a cat in a movie called A Talking Cat. Oh my God! And let's not forget Quigley. <laughs> Who's that? With uh, Gary Busey. Oh yeah! Oh my <laughs> oh, God! Fuck. Yeah. They, they did that on RLM. They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so a bunch of shit is going on. Uh, um, a bunch of shit is right. Bruce Willis uh, fists the squid alien's torso to get yep. the stones out of her body. Which... Elbow deep fisting, dude. Straight up that fucking torso slit. A well, couple, she has a, four a full of stones in her body. A couple of questions. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Come yeah. on. Did it go in through the front or the back? The stones? How are these Like, things? did she swallow them? Did she shove them up her ass? Exactly. I'm assuming if she's an alien, she can, like, expand her mouth. Or her ass. Oh, yeah, I guess. Or her vagina. 
Well, she is an opera singer, so her diaphragm is very like if you uh, picture the mouth expanded. of a, if you picture yeah. the mouth of a squid, it sort of is like a beak, and it can like open up like yeah. really wide, yeah. like just shove a stone in that beak vagina, and then mm-hmm. you know then you have to fist so is the it stomach. A beak or a vagina? Well, or who knows? Vagina. It might be both. Yeah. She might eat from. She might have a beak it's like for the a South vagina. Park episode where they decide to put food up their butt, butt and then and shit out their mouth. mouth. Yeah, I guess it's healthier or something. That might be it then, but she couldn't just like maybe carried around them in a bag. Regurgitated the stones or shit them. Well, on. I guess okay. There's something there though where Bruce Willis is shoving his hands into her to get the stones out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something there. Down or am I? Agent. Am I? Reaching a little too much? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> it's definitely a sexual You're thing. You're actually going a little less. But yeah. <laughs> it did remind me of, like, a blueberry, you know, like the blueberry skin, and then there's, like, that little flap of blueberry skin, and then you kind of, when he's putting his hand in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, a blueberry has a little part. How do you part. eat blueberries, Omar? No, what? he's talking about the, the the top of the blueberry where the where the vine connects, like yeah. creates like this like flap of blueberry flesh. Yeah. I, I don't know. So I just put it in my mouth. Oh, you just pop. Well, it. if you stare at it, it's very vaginal. That's and, disgusting. And that's just a weird uh, Frenchness. Fruit? Yeah, no, doing the sound effect you were doing. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the mic picked up. <coughs> So he pulls four stones out and uh, filled with the blue blood. Gives They're him shooting. Gives, They're, gives him to Chris Tucker, says, defend this with your life. Ruby uh, Rod is screaming. There's like a part that. where he makes the Rudy, Ruby Rod uh, hold a gun to an alien's head to keep him quiet. And Ruby Rod just accidentally shoots him in the head and then asks, is he going to make it? And there's a lot going on. He has uh, he has the stones. He rolls them up in his uh, blazer. Mm-hmm. And then there's the shoot, uh, shooting, and then there's like a couple of uh, the Mongolians shooting missiles <laughs> at the at yeah. Bruce Willis, and uh, a couple funny scenes, I guess. But then there's uh, the, very the, silly the, ones. The guy that looks like a buff, fancy boy, um, Barry who's who's blind. <laughs> yeah, Kubrick. Some Finn. sort of some sort of old some sort of yeah, eighteenth century wig. powder wig muscle man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's made? Who's who's assigned the fact that he's almost deaf, and uh, Bruce Willis asks him for the gun that's near him, <laughs> and he tosses him two billiard balls, yep. which is pretty I'm funny. Right I guess he was deaf; he couldn't hear very well. Uh, I don't know how you get two billiard balls from the movement of the mouth saying <laughs> "gun." In the next scene, that when he's done fighting, he has all the hose on him. He's like, "It yeah. was just a simple task." I helped. He out. said something like, "I was helping." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, basically the scene, the scene ends with, uh, Bruce Willis saying, if you kill the leader, the, the other ones will stop fighting, send someone to negotiate. He could like, okay, so if you send in a negotiator who clearly has a gun, wouldn't you shoot that guy? Yeah. Instead, they just let him walk in and shoot the leader and then mm-hmm. everything's over and that's kind and of And they're just like, oh, okay. Like, oh, Fuck. We'll just walk away then. Who sets up that final bomb? Was that the leader, like, with his final breath? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or one of the other guys. Mm. Who knows? They all look alike, Eddie. Even though they're not supposed to fight once their leader's killed? Right. What it was, it was initially... For honor. It was initially from the Lilu fight. Um, Zorg takes the box of yep. stones. They, he thinks the stones are in the, uh, the box. Mm-hmm. But they're actually inside the diva's... Uh, 
rectum. JJ. Oh. Blue vajayjay. Mm-hmm. If they, if she has one. Probably not. Maybe. Looking like a spent blueberry go She could have a penis. And so, like, he... So he stupidly... No, they're all on her head. Like, Zorg stupidly, like, flies away without checking the stones. <laughs> and then he set a bomb, like, with a timer... Then he opens up the box, he figures out the stones aren't in there, he has a little aneurysm, and then he comes back to the the ship, the cruise ship, and then he wants to defuse the bomb, but then the Mongolian that was dying from the battle with Bruce Willis and Chris Tucker screaming and everything, mm-hmm. somehow wakes up and he reactivates that bomb with five seconds left. And then during this point... It's How do the two separate bombs have the same timing system? Yeah, I know. It was exactly maybe, five seconds. Maybe theirs was only listed for five seconds, and he just coincidentally stopped it at five <laughs> seconds. Or they were in so in sync that they had the same timer, but at yeah. this moment, uh, Ruby Remember Rod, when they were so stupid that they pushed the red button that it caused them to all explode? <laughs> yeah. But then they also have this, like, bomb planned as a backup. So just, I don't, yeah, and I mean, their names are fucking Mongolorians, so you kind of get the gist of how dumb they are, I guess, or, or they're just brutes, but, yeah, so at this point, I mean, Corbin is escaping with Lilu, who, she did get affected, we, we kind of me- failed to mention, when Zorg came in there to get the box with the, with the stones, he shot up mm-hmm. the place, uh, because Lilu, after she killed all the Mongolians during the the opera singing from the diva, she went up in the vents, and Zorg shot that up. And she didn't necessarily get shot, but she got so traumatized because she's yeah. fragile, because she's the fifth element. So somehow we're like, she's the strongest being ever, but she's fragile. She's a fragile woman who needs a man. Because Maybe she's a woman. Only... During the ruckus, she's moving around actually like scratching herself because she can only har- harm her own self because she's so strong. I guess so. <laughs> if, you, if you really want to stretch they, it out. I'm really helping this movie They head <laughs> to the temple. Yeah. It, did, it did just kind of just, well, she's fragile. And then I, my logic when I was young was just like, oh, because she's a girl. And she got hurt. I think it's because she's like a day old. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know anything. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, like, yeah. yeah, it's like you're you're so powerful. But also because she's a woman. So at this point, uh, <laughs> she's, like, killed a bunch of dudes, beat up a bunch of aliens, knows she has to save the world, but then she looks up a video montage of war and cries. Yeah, and that was when, after, uh, she was already on, like, the escape ship with Corbin, right? Right. So, like, yep. So, so at that point, Zorg dies on the um, cruise sh- spaceship. Yep. With the explosion, with the five seconds when the Mongolian... Uh, so a lot going on here. A they, lot goes on. They head to the temple. They need to save the thing. The turd planet is coming quickly towards Earth. They have the five stone, the five elements. Uh, they have a little thing where they figure out that, okay, it's it's wind, it's water, it's fire, uh, it's it's air, and it's Lilu. Mm-hmm. So they, I had a misconstrued memory of it being spit. On the water stone. Yeah. You gotta spit on it. Which I thought was like a gross French perverted Luc Besson thing that I th- remembered in my head, but it is just sweat, which is still gross, but it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like the match, the last match that Corbin has, which was set up earlier. You know, they blow on the stone for wind. Mm-hmm. You know, pour dirt on the earth one. 
And then finally Lulu's like, listen, you have to kiss me like I'm your dirty little alien whore. Yeah, I think it's because once she learned about war, I think she was just kind of like, I think everyone deserves to die. <laughs> yeah, you guys are terrible. And then Bruce Willis is like, I must convince this woman because she's easy to be convinced. And he's like, Because she's love. a day old. He's like, you can fight for love. And she's like, what is love? And they just plants one on her. Yeah, and she's like, okay, I'll see And then you. she mouth comes the planet away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like divine light, I guess, mm. from the love that they created, which is corny. I think a second moon would. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think a second moon would seriously fuck up the environment on Earth if there yeah. was two moons. Yeah, but essentially, I mean, how corny it is. Love really will get us out of things. I think. All you need is love. That's also biblical, where uh, the love will will get cold. The love is found, as is sung at the end of a Muppet's Christmas Carol. And uh, I guess I mean they 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 save the universe. And then they're in some sort of radiation containment pod. Fucking fucking. And the blue hue. So, like, she saved Earth, and they're just like, she's a little too powerful. Throw her in that tube. With with Bruce Willis. With Bruce Willis. Let's see what happens, guys. (laughs) Maybe we'll breathe these. That one scientist is definitely just filming the porno inside of the tube. Now, do do you know anything of him trying to do a a sequel? No. Okay, so it was just one shot. I think. I don't know. If it was, I mean... I mean, we could get to ratings pretty much because we broke the movie down pretty good, but it's chaos, cock chaos. Yeah, that's very surprising that no one tried to, like... Remake it? As far as, like, they didn't try to pull no... Because it was PG-13, I'm surprised they didn't try to pull, like, some fucking, like, animated series. Like, like Men in Black got an animated series. Godzilla got an animated series. This movie would be perfect. Ghostbusters. Yeah. This movie would be cool, like a little animated series in the 90s on like Nickelodeon or something. Speaking of animated series, everyone check out Invincible on Amazon Prime. I saw the one clip where he, like, the guy's dad is fighting a bunch of other superheroes and just fucking them up. Fucking them up That's so. a cartoon? Yeah, it's animated. I think it like just starts with on like four it's, episodes. There's three episodes. Yeah. The next they, one airs Friday, I think. I'll probably just wait till the season's over. Yeah. Just because, you know, yeah. that's how it rolls nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to go first on this? I'll go first. Never heard, never seen this movie before. Only heard of it word by mo- word of mouth. My, probably might have seen like random clips on the internet or flipping through channels. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't caught this on television. It used to yeah. be on literally like every day. I guess my thing is I don't really watch enough television, and when I did, I would have just skipped over this. Mm. But I'm. I thought this movie was very good. Hmm. I'll give it a. Let me sit on my rating number for a little bit. Are you going to come up with a creative name or, a number, or just a number? Uh, no, I'll probably pass on that just because I can't think of anything right mm-hmm. now. Actually, I'll probably think of it once I get the number, but um, this is not something I'd watch more than once a year. <laughs> okay, that's a good way of putting it. I mean, yeah. putting a way you treat a movie. But when I see it available, I'll watch it. Like, in a, in a month. Honestly, in a month, if I see this hop up on, like, HBO Max or something... I'll watch it again. Hmm. If I see it just, like, available to me, I don't think I'll ever buy it. 
Okay, yeah, it's not a movie that you would like at hand. Yeah, but if someone would let me borrow it, I'd watch it again. And if I see it on TV or if I see it available to me with easy access, I'll watch it. So I I think by that, I, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Yes. Very good. I enjoyed everything. I laughed at a lot of the jokes. I wasn't bored at all. There's no boring scene. Yeah, the, the logic inconsistencies uh, kind of seem to occur um, only if you're trying to find those things. Yeah, and I really don't care for that stuff. Like, in the last episode, I argued about the logic of Tammy and the T-Rex for, like, <laughs> ten minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. by that, you can understand that I just don't care about any, like, logistic plot holes. Because yeah. I... It's not the biggest deal to me, but I had a lot of fun with this movie. I thought it was very cool, very funny. Not, I wasn't bored at all. If I watched this at a younger age, I think I would have been very sexually aroused. <laughs> oh, I definitely was. But due to uh, seeing much crazy, all the crazy shit on the internet these sure. days. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little... But yeah, if I, if I first saw this at the age of like 10, this would be the fucking shit. It is the fucking shit, though. And this movie is pretty awesome. I recommend it if you haven't seen it like me. It's a great first viewing. Yeah, you definitely got to watch this one. Yeah. Um, to basically anybody, I think anybody can watch this, even if you're not a sci-fi nerd or an action movie nerd mm-hmm. or a um, cleavage nerd. Um, <laughs> cleavage nerd? Like, isn't there a website where you like put in times of people's boobs? Yeah, Mr. Skin or something. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Skin. That's right. <laughs> and uh, it has like date, like timestamps is when yeah. you can find the nudity. Mm-hmm. Um this one definitely has a entry in Mr. Skin. Um, Seems elementary nowadays. Yeah. yeah Mr. Um, Skin. <laughs> this is a movie, like I said, was a month, multiple renter from Blockbuster. My dad popped out the gold card for this film multiple times. <laughs> that um, uh, I forget what episode I talked about that story, but... Um, it was one of the very early ones. It was, it was an early one. Maybe I'll retell it sometime. Anyway. Um... Definitely a like uh, you know boys boys night out movie uh, you know sci fi nerd movie but like I said you don't have to be to watch it I think if you're just looking for something that you're like huh interesting <laughs> like this is pretty much like solid gold interesting movie uh, if you're you know a '90s freak you like to see everything '90s this movie is so like sci fi '90s it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of different things from multiple movies. Uh, Omar mentioned Blade Runner, but like in pastels, like this has got the Bruce Willis tropes of the squinting, uh, you know, the femme fatale, uh, you know, stuff with the woman who suddenly becomes, you know, needed to be saved at the very end. Uh, It's got the alien strong female half before she becomes useless. Um, It's got cool creature design. It's got cool sets. It's got cool... Uh, effects that stand up for the most part. I'd say the weakest effects were with the planet. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Eddie said, I, this isn't a movie. I, I, I saw it so many times growing up that it's not necessary for me to revisit it probably every year. I don't know if, I guess if there's a 4K somewhere in the future, I might buy it. Um, but we'll see. I don't really know. But, um, it's very much 
a nostalgia thing very much. It just like brings back cozy memories of growing up in the 90s watching crazy 90s action movies. And um, yeah, I like it. It's a great movie. Um, I'm going to give this a soft, meaning you could lower it a couple points, maybe raise it a couple points, a soft 3.8. 90% filter cigarettes out of this movie. Alright. Yeah. I think we're all in sync in the same... Because I'm between a 3.5 and a 4 also. But like... like, I'm going to steal that from you, AJ. Uh, a soft 4. And I'm only like on 4 just for nostalgic purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, for... Uh, I liked what you said also about Cozy. You know, like you can watch it and enjoy it. I do, and I also like what you said. I don't necessarily have to watch it every year because I ingested so like so much of it when I was young. That it's not so deep that when you watch it when you're older, it's not like you're learning anything new from it. Right. Yeah. But it still holds up in the sense of entertainment. Uh, and I've probably said this hundreds of times today, but sexiness, uh, it's when the little era where Bruce Willis still cared, and that's a true statement for our younger listeners, Bruce Willis did care, uh, for, for a little bit, um, and Luke Besson, this is when he was still doing pretty good. Before he he's lost his way recently, and with Valerian, I don't know if he's ever gonna be able to recover from that. It's uh, he took a big <laughs> blow. He took a big blow from that. Uh, but yeah, this uh, like I said in the beginning, it's it's mostly nostalgic purposes. But I did want to expose this to somebody who's never seen it, and then you do love anime, mm-hmm. you do, and then you you do like kind of that type of level of entertainment the wackiness so it's like why not try to see if he likes this um and i man mila had so much potential and if you think about it she lived up to that i guess not to our standards but i mean she's had a good career she's made millions she's she's made made a lot of money she's been in successful films and she's She's still fairly. She still fairly looks good enough to yeah. come out in movies and action movies where she came out in the monster fucker movie. What is it? <laughs> monster. Hunter. Oh, Hunter. <laughs> so like. Uh, I'd love to see a monster. <laughs> but, I yeah, mean, we're pretty. We're pretty good. I mean, I'm glad we're kind of in sync in this. Where. Uh, this seemed to me like a me pick. Yeah, but. I've honestly, I kind of was going with the odds because I had a little list of movies and Fifth Element just kept popping up, popping up. And then I found a little, another paper, an old paper that I had and all I had was written was Slob Cinema, Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. And then finally I brought that up to Sarah, my girlfriend, and it was just kind of like, you've been mentioning Fifth Element, why not just pick Fifth Element? I was trying to be too grand about it yeah yeah instead of just picking the right choice i mean i don't know how long we've been talking here but it's and is this the best movie we've done since robocop 
Oh, well, the Scanners was good. Scanners is really good. Uh, yeah, we yeah, mentioned yeah. that well, earlier. Let me look. The let me Killer. Look the Prince of Darkness. The Hitcher. Hi- oh, Hitcher. Yeah. Pretty, oh, <laughs> shit. Oops. <laughs> oh, my lord. Pretty much. Pretty. I mean, I, I like all of our episodes. Yeah, the yeah, only yeah. episodes I don't like is, like, the audio quality, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've we've gotten a little better. Oh, yeah. Uh, listeners, oh, let yeah. us know. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, The Killer. I mean, yeah, The Killer... The Hitcher. I really like. was January 9th. Oh, yeah. The Hidden was a fun one. Yeah. Yep. I guess I just mean, like, is this since Robocop the closest we've come to doing a Hollywood movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but this is this isn't one of those movies. I guess this isn't technically even Hollywood. This is a European. And they don't talk about it as much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's probably Columbia's fault. Or Columbia. Like Eddie said, they're prudes about. What they're releasing or what right. they want to do, right. with yeah. but yeah, I we didn't we didn't get a chance to look at the special features when we pulled up the Blu-ray because nothing wanted to be spoiled for me. So I'd be interested to look on the back of the Blu-ray to see what they have available and see if I wonder if a company like Shout or someone else could be able to pull out some solid like behind the scenes. Well, you could definitely do. I think I've seen the special features on a DVD. I, I've mm-hmm. never had the Blu-ray, but. Um, you could definitely do more interviews with people, and you could do the thing that uh, Arrow does a lot, where they have interviews with critics about the mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or like visual essays about the movie. Yep. So you could definitely do something. These are these people are lazy. Yeah, I think there's a Steelbook Best Buy Blu-ray, but I don't know if that's any special thing. Yeah, I, I think I've seen it. I don't think there's, there's probably nothing special, but I think it's just like her and then like some police cars. Yeah, the two or, the two yeah. police cars, and then. Uh, I have the DVD with the like the kind of gold, yeah, uh, slip cover, yeah. and it's got the diva on the cover. But this, I don't even remember what the special features. Now that's one one thing I've ne- I was never really into the special features for some reason, dude. I know you guys really <laughs> get into that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the last one I got like really hyped about special features were like. All the shit that was on, like, the Friday 13th box set. Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. Through, I ran through that bonus feature disc. Yeah. I did check those out. Yeah. And, but I did. I do like behind the scenes or making of, especially, like, creature effects mm-hmm. or, like, we were mentioning earlier, like, Stan Winston or, like, uh, all that type of stuff. But I don't know. But I, 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 do, I do enjoy, like, stories if you, if of you movie like that, production. If you like that stuff, you should definitely... First of all, if you don't already... Do you have the Fly Blu-ray? Yeah. The special features on that, dude? Okay, I'll check that out, because I do have it. I just That's like... It there's out. there's like an hour of just think, solid, like, how we did the effects. I think, That's yeah, cool. I think for the most part, like, when I do have a movie with special features, they're mostly horror movies where I like to get into them yeah. deeper than others, just yeah, yeah, because yeah. of, like, practical yeah. effects and stuff yeah, like did that. Did Cronenberg use the same effects guys all the time? Um, no. Like, Rick Baker did Videodrome, oh, yeah. Chris Wayless did The Fly, um... Rick Baker, that freak. <laughs> he's used... In a good way. He, I'm sure there has been some overlap, like, the main dude at the top has somewhat changed. Yeah. But um, still, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Alright, everybody. This has been Slob Cinema, giving another dish of sloppy, slobby seconds with a review of the 1997 movie, The Fifth Element. Ruby out! Go, Ben! (laughs) (laughs) Multi-pass.